Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. I'm a sexy looking dude. What? What? What's new? What are you doing, Efe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? I'm here. Just in time. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Friday night in the Hideout. Uh, unlike J-Dubs, you can be late. It's all about you calling, though. That's the first. The only thing that scares me is a chick being late. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Doesn't scare me. That means they work. That's uh, that's actually what I'm excited about. I'm not shooting blanks. Uh, that is Chunks, the executive producer of The Hideout. I'd rather shoot blanks. He mans the uh, AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman is the director of The Hideout. Runs the uh, talk and roll controls, responsible for uh, The Hideout page on realradio.fm, and that's the unpaid producer, Putin. I forgot he wasn't going to be here tonight, but he is here, actually. He, oh, wow. Yeah. He's the one screening your phone calls. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I told Putin to take the night off. His mom's uh, birthday's tomorrow, and he was going to have a uh-huh. uh, birthday dinner tonight, and I told him, hey, go be with your mom. We certainly don't like you here. <laughs> she gave birth to you. You may as well go spend it with somebody who likes you. But, that is uh, very true. He is here nonetheless. Uh, J-Dubs, tonight we will be going out. Tonight's the open-door policy from mm-hmm. 10 to 11 o'clock in the hideout. you never seen the inside of a radio studio. You uh, want to see what we all look like in person. You want to be into the Clear Channel compound. Uh, see the inner workings of a late-night radio program. It happens tonight. From 10 to 11 o'clock, we open up the doors of the hideout. Open-door policy if you're over the age of, uh, I believe it's 18, you can 18, come on yes. in. And then after that, we all go down to the Latitudes, downtown Orlando, and hang out with our boy Russ Rollins from the Monsters in the Morning and do a little drinky-drinky. Speaking of drinky-drinky, J-Dubs, I have audio of Ashley Simpson being a drunken ass <laughs> in a Canadian McDonald's. Oh, really? Yeah. And she... I imagine her being the most annoying drunk ever. She was a bitch beyond bitches. Oh, really? Yes. I, I would think she'd be the huggy falling all over you, and you're just trying to push her away. She couldn't stay off of the counter. Like, uh. she kept trying to climb onto the counter. With that big beak. Didn't she say... She, say, she think she think, like, think he's a, you know, it's a perch. She thinks she's, a, you know, like a cockatiel. And where is that? I thought I had it, too. Like, Chunks went through to transcribe... Chunks, give me that. I don't have that sheet for some reason. I asked you to give it to me, and I don't have it. Uh, Transcribe what she says. At one point, we'll play it for you, but at one point, isn't she asking them to kiss her feet? Is that what's going on? Because she's Ashley Simpson? I don't know. Wow. What's going on, Chunks? Is Chunks not working over there for some reason? Everything should be working. 
Here's a quote. No, I wouldn't. I will not take a picture with you. You wouldn't kiss my foot, so blank you. That's oh, to get a picture taken with her, she wanted uh, the, the person to kiss her feet. Apparently, I have no. But I got the. Oh. All right, so we'll get into that in a what little bit. What a bitch! Um, Someone who's only famous because her sister's famous. It's the only reason she got a record deal, and she's being that big of a bitch. Uh, also, too, Dubs, I want to talk about the UCF homecoming. Okay. And the guerrilla marketing and the... It was in full effect today. The tons of emails that started for me last night about people saying, hey, you need to talk about UCF and the Knights versus Houston tomorrow. Yeah, I, I came into work today and uh, I was so happy. I had so many emails. and hmm. Hmm. But we are going to hit it for a second, too. Uh, last night from the Voluntary Human Extinction, Extinction Movement is going to be joining us in the hideout. It's all about... Fewer humans on Earth, so that Earth can uh, finally uh, recover from what we've been doing to it. Mark St. Amant and your fantasy football questions and concerns. That'll be at 8 o'clock, so uh, if you're in fantasy football, you definitely want to tune in for that. And something called straight thugging parties. It's Friday night. We're going to have a bit of a party of our own. I don't know if you've heard of these straight thugging parties, J-Dub. No. But I think it's something that you may be into. So we'll get to all that, but first... Locally, um, I guess it was Olympia High School, Orange County. A uh, students were rushed out of class and into a hospital after several calls about a strange odor. About 50 people became sick from the smell. Um, a handful of students became physically ill, vomiting. Do you want to take a guess of what was released? I would make a joke about a certain person, but I promise to, uh, not to. So um, I would say uh, one of those little stink bombs. It was not a stink bomb. One of those little sulfur things. But that was the worst. Yeah. That's one of the things we used to do. All right, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. It was pepper spray. Pepper spray. They aren't able to tell what pepper spray is? Apparently it was a pepper spray liquid that was released probably in a prank. They're saying more than likely in a high school prank. 407-916-1041, and star-1041. Someone did this in the bathroom. I guarantee what they were trying to do, if it was a prank, put this stuff on, like, the handles and everything, so whenever anybody walked in and grabbed their junk, there would be a burning. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I guarantee that's what was going on. Who even, I have the who mind even, of a prankster. I was about to say, who even thinks of that? You, mm-hmm. the man who tormented Chunks for the month of October and made him think it was a Mad Max. Hey, where were you this afternoon? Me? Yeah. I had to take my uh, girlfriend to the airport. You got anything to uh, corroborate that, or are you sure you weren't out near Olympia High? I have. I mean, she can, but she's out of state now. How convenient. Do you have pepper spray? I do have pepper spray. Have you sprayed someone just for the heck of it recently? Define recently. Within the last month? Yes. Are there photos of this on RealRadio.fm, J-Dubs? Yes, there are. Not of me doing anything in the school, but I did spray chunks with pepper spray not too long ago. So maybe you got a taste of what it was like to mace chunks, and you went to a high school. I would never go to a high school and uh, roam around the halls there. I keep that strictly for the uh, middle. 
Schools? Mm-hmm. What the hell? 407-916-1041. How many chicks there? Or you, this is something you're pulling out of Walmart. They don't carry pepper spray. I checked. Brian and Ocala, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What up, Brian? Not too much. How you doing? All right. You're out in Ocala. You should uh, join us ne- uh, this That's night coming. Oh, You Why are you so always so confused? But make the drive anyway. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Brian? Sure. Not too much. Y'all are talking about the pepper spray incident at uh, that high school? Yeah. Okay, I'm a correctional officer Alrighty. at one of the women's prisons here in Ocala. All right, first of all, how hot is is that? Is that a hot job or not? No, there are some women here that have a deeper voice and more facial hair than I do. Okay, well then, uh, all the stereotypes are not true then. All right, so you're a correctional officer. Yes, and I have been pepper sprayed. That was part of my training. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, as well as chunks can, it sucks. Now, you can't breathe, and you feel yeah. nauseous. And everybody around you, uh, when that stuff's in the air, it gives them uh, a little taste of it, too, and it, it'll make everybody choke up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there are different, there are so many different kinds. Is there any, I, 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 is there any word on what this was at the uh, at Olympia High? What kind? And it was just the liquid that I guess that was released. And well, I'm sure it was a, a spray, but they just sprayed enough liquid out on it. Well, now see, we have some that are in solid form, kind of like a paintball, um, gas form, liquid. Grenade form. I mean, just there's so many different nice. kinds. It's not even funny. All right, hey, thank you, Brian. Appreciate the info, buddy. I need one of those pepper spray grenades. Now, here's the odd thing about this too: the pepper spray thing. Mm-hmm. It's ironic because you tried to allude to it a second ago. We're doing a live broadcast in Oviedo. Oh, at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo mm. on Red Bug Lake. I can't wait to go to Ocala. Oviedo. Oh. And um, out there, Drunky the Bear will have to pay off uh, his helmet of pain stunt for the Hideout Fantasy Football League, which includes eating a mace taco. Now, we don't have mace. We have pepper spray. Mm-hmm. And we're at Buffalo Wild Wings, so I don't think we're going to make it a taco. We'll probably do it from something that's out there. Yeah, a wing or something like that. I'm thinking some uh, night. I love the buffalo chips out there, which are basically they're french fries, but they're like in the oval shapes. Now, do we do we uh, order the hottest thing they have there and then spray the hottest thing they have there with uh, the pepper spray? No, I think we do the pepper sp- I think he has buffalo chip, pepper spray buffalo chips at the live broadcast on Monday. Now, I, I think uh, the smart thing to do here since uh, this whole thing has happened uh, over Olympia High is to... Uh, uh, spray this outside when we when we spray it on the tacos outside or whatever and like in the back yeah like just away from everybody and I think I think with uh, what we found out from what happened at the high school mm-hmm. it would be the smartest thing to do uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. and by the way at that live broadcast we're thinking of the wholesale furniture market on 436 in Castleberry is giving us the Lane Overstuff recliner to give away and we have a flat screen TV. With a built-in DVD player. So we're doing that package, and we're going to reveal how we're giving that away a little bit later on. But that is going to be doing, and we're going to be doing that one on Monday. Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Now, Drinky's going to have time to recover before he shoots me with the paintballs, right? You will probably be shot with paintballs first, then Drunky, and then after that, you will pay off your uh, final stunt. If I have to do it. The hottest (laughs) yard. Can't we just combine those if I have to do both? All right, how about you snort the hottest yard of pepper spray? Uh, no. Or while you're snorting the hottest yard, you're just getting blasted with paintballs. 
That actually would be a, that would be the old that would be a bad ass. You're bent over. No, what? It? Well, you have to be bent over to be doing the highest yard. No. All right, Brian in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What up, Brian? Hey, if you want a good high school prank, this one got played on me and it's pretty funny. Okay. Um, I played for a, I was on a JV the JV football team. The varsity guys would always play pranks on us. Mm-hmm. And it was the worst. For one of the guys, they put Icy Hot in the helmet pad right oh. where the forehead is. Yeah. Oh. So you put that on, and you're out there, you're practicing, and then all of a sudden it just starts running in your eyes. Yeah, you're sweating, and, and it's, oh. It's horrible. The coach is yelling at you. What are you doing? Why are you crying? Why is there snot coming out? It was the worst. Uh, you know what? That, you know what, Brian? You bring up something interesting. Like the commonly pulled uh, high school pranks that happen. Thank you, Brian. The one that, that always happened at our school was a stink bomb. I mean, that was uh, like a bi-monthly thing. Someone would always do that. All right, 407 Todd in uh, Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Uh, did you say Todd? Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Um, uh, I just I wanted to comment a little bit on that pepper spray, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just working a little bit, driving around town now, and uh, it was a long time ago. I'm 35 now. I, I think I was, I was probably like 17, 18. Man, uh, I was over at a girlfriend's house, and there must have been 10 of us in there just hanging out, you know, doing teenage things. And I had, there was this pepper spray on top of the refrigerator, and I just, I mean, I barely touched the the uh the nozzle or the you know to make it go off man I cleared that house out I, I didn't mean anything it was like, you know just like a prank and I just barely touched the thing and I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I mean that stuff's pretty potent yeah it gets into the air and then it'll and, just it, it goes and, everywhere that, yeah man and just I mean to clear out of school I, I didn't get the full scoop on that the school thing today but to clear out of school like that must have been a pretty uh. From pretty what? Heavy, yeah, pretty heavy amount. From what? From what I understand, I think it was in the bathroom. I'll, I'll pull up the story and yeah, we'll and, get the full story after the break. And I believe they were worried on the odor and everything. They weren't sure what it was, so that's why they cl- really cleared the whole school. Russ and Deland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Russ? Hey, hey, if you guys are gonna spray junkies food with that, you may want to check with a physician because that could possibly kill them. All right, now here's the ironic thing about this: when we all were getting together for the helmet of pain. Drunky is the one who suggested to put this well, one in the helmet. Well, he's an idiot. You know that, man. I mean, God, look at him. Well, I mean, you know, it's he's the it's one that true. put he's it in. True, he's a drunk bear. He's an idiot that we want to keep around, so you don't want to kill him. Um, hey, it would be huge uh, ratings yeah. and uh, yeah, promotion sure for would. everybody. Yeah. For everybody. All right, let's take a break. All right, people are lighting up with the pranks that they used to pull. I want to hear some of these. Unfor- uh, or uh, Actually, fortunately, no one was seriously injured. A couple mm-hmm. people had to go to the hospital, but everyone's okay. They're not thinking there's going to be any long-term damage. But it just brings you back to the days of those high school pranks that you would always pull. And it, it, when someone pulled something like this, you were a little shocked by it, but you're a little happy because you always get to go home. All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I'll get more details, too, on what happened at Olympia High uh, here in Orange County and the uh, pepper spray incident. That was big news today. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Friday night. It is the weekend. Baby. Come on in, let's do it upright. It's time to party in the hideout. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I forgot how much I like Stone Temple Pilots. I think this is one of my favorite songs of theirs. This is Unglued. Nice. 
I think Tommy's a big fan of them, too, because we always come back with them. No, it's because I've run out of songs to play. Oh, no, please. How about throwing some 10 years? That's my new obsession. We only Clark. have one song by them. That's good enough. Play it over and over. Um, J-Dubs, the big news in town was uh, Olympia High in Orange County and what turned out to be pepper spray released and what they're thinking was a high school prank. Now, I got the story. And according to this... Um, they determined it was about lunchtime and people were starting to feel the effects of the then unknown chemical in the boys' bathroom. Mm. Turns out after they went in, the liquid from a pepper spray canister had been released on the floor of the bathroom. Um, they're they're investigating it now. They have some. This is the way they. This is the way the principal says it. They have some really good leads as to who may have been involved. <laughs> oh, that kid is messing his pants right now. Busted! Remember that feeling when you were getting in trouble that, like, by the principal or something, that sinking feeling in your stomach where you were just scared as hell? Right now it's like you're a serial killer. It's on the verge of getting caught. Yeah. You know they know it's you, and you know what you're doing right now? If you're this kid who did it, you're trying to enjoy this weekend. Yeah. Because... You're going to get busted at school. Who knows? Charges could be brought up. Mm-hmm. And then your parents are going to beat the snot out of you. If so, you're listening, kid, So this party week, up this weekend. If you're listening, you call into the hideout and you admit what you did. I would love that. You admit what you did and you say you're sorry on a very popular nighttime program and maybe they'll be lenient. Maybe. We'll, we'll send them the tape of you being very uh, we will, remorseful. We will verbally abuse you. And that'll be your punishment. And you can enjoy the rest of your weekend. Smack Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Smack Daddy? Hey, how's it going? I was going to tell you a little story. When we was like 13 or 14, and we used to pull a prank. Mm-hmm. We always did it on Halloween, though. We'd take a pair of blue jeans and a shirt and one of them old styrofoam things that women put their wig on and put a hat on it <laughs> and make a dummy. And about 15 of us would stand around on a street corner on a busy street late at night pushing each other and shoving like we was having like a little scuffle there. Oh, no. And, yeah, and somebody would come by and we shoved the dummy out in front of them, and wham, it would smack them, and they would go, and pull over on the side. Oh, that's terrible. That's so illegal, man. around the dummy, and somebody say, go get his license plate number, and we'd squirt some ketchup on the ground, and we'd grab the dummy and put it in the car and just drive off. Oh, my God. Smack that's so that. illegal. That's so wrong. Thank you, dude. What we used to do, we never did anything where we would, you know, get, do anything in traffic or anything. We would uh, be drunk at, like, you know, 1 in the morning on, like, a very uh, non-busy uh, country road. I hate to interrupt you. I want you to hold that thought. Okay. Apparently, we have someone who wants to claim responsibility. Really? For doing this at Olympia High. We just want your first name, buddy. Yeah, don't just be just be remorseful, okay? Okay, Brian, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Brian J. Pepper Spray. What the hell? <laughs> you, you didn't do this. Brian J. Pepper Spray. Children. I just had to spray my little peppers everywhere. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> oh, sick bastard! All right, you know, all right, we we were duped. Putin, I'm putting that one on you. Hey, I hey, that sounded real. No, it didn't. Yeah, it it did. doesn't even come close to sounding real. Hey, he was an 11th grader. That's how they sound these days. He got the high-pitched voice. Balls ain't dropped yet. Oh, right. Jesus. 
All right, Dubs, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You're in the middle of telling your story. Yeah, the, the, there's, we... a, there's a story about the guy making the fake man and, uh, like, having a fight with him out by the road and, and then pushing it in pushing front, of a, front car. of a car. It's so wrong. Uh, we used to do a thing where, like, we'd be drunk at, like, 1 a.m., and it would be a very, you know, quiet country-type road, but we would see some uh, a car coming in the distance, so we would go right next to the road and act like we're beating the hell out of each other. And sometimes people would stop and break it up. It was great because, you know, you'd fool these people every time. Or they would, uh, you know, slow down and watch, and you're just beating the hell out of each other. And uh, What they... makes you think, hey, this is going to be funny? <laughs> you're drunk. Oh. Nick and Daytona, you're in the hideout on our radio. What do you got, Nick? Hey, uh, I went to boarding school in England, and I want to give you a couple of stories from what happened from there. Okay. Uh, there were a couple of times we uh, put a cup of sulfate in the uh, uh, water system of the teacher's house. Oh, my God. Uh, overnight, so uh, when they showered in the morning, all the water was coming through blue. Huh. <laughs> and, uh, That's kind of scary. Uh, well, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was it was fun at the age of 13, 14. You know, you always want to play play jokes on your on your school teachers and stuff like that. The, the one we did with other, other fellow students was um, anyone we questioned that might have a little sugar in their tank, we'd uh, put them in a closet and roll them down the stairs. Oh, my so, God. Uh, all right. Thank you, Nick. We used to do a thing of uh, naked pool hopping, where we would just get naked at like you know four in the morning and jump into everybody's pools, and then they'd just see a few naked kids swimming in their pool, and then we'd run out, and it's pretty gay. Uh, you know what? <laughs> We're not going to get a single phone call from a chick about pranks that they've pulled, because girls don't do these things. You don't think so? No. It's all dudes doing this. It's all dudes. I think the girls would be more vindictive than the dudes. Oh, they just beat ass, I think. I think they, instead of pulling a prank on someone, they're just going to smack them. I right, hear, this is Ben. Ben uh, and Dr. Phillips, um, he's a volunteer. Sure, yeah, you were out at Olympia High School today? Yeah, man, I'm a volunteer out there, part-time. All right, what happened, dude? All right, um, I got out there before lunchtime, and I had to pick up some equipment and stuff in the theater, like I always do, and uh, I go in and do a normal thing, and... All of a sudden, all the doors open the side of the auditorium, and people start coming in, and uh, I asked them what's going on. They said, well, they're bringing everybody here into the cafeteria. I said, well, there's something going on in Building 500, and that's pretty close to the cafeteria in the auditorium. And uh, people start coming in more and more and more, and soon enough, uh, the fire department shows up and has math rolling in with the trailer behind the truck. And uh, they tell me that uh, now they're going to go into lockdown. They announced they're going to go into lockdown. And uh, I try to leave and get out of there before I'm stuck there for three hours. And uh, I try to get in my car, and they turn me around and say, you can't leave, you're stuck here. And they made me sit in the auditorium with a bunch of high school kids for, you know, two and a half hours. <laughs> you, know, you know what I heard about that, too, Ben? I saw this on the news, I think. I think it was on Channel 9. They were interviewing some kid and telling him that it was on lockdown and for everyone to stay in the classrooms. And at least this is what was on television. The kid said that everyone ran. As soon as they yeah, said they, for you to stay, everyone bolted to try to get out of there. Everybody tried to bolt and leave, and then they stuck stair deputies at the two entrances of the school to make sure we try to leave. You know. Wow. They did, I mean, they did a really good job, though. I've... I really I worked with Olympia for a long time, did a lot of their uh, events, and they did a really good job handling it. It was just, it was kind of crazy at first, but once they got a handle on everybody, people just kind of knew what was going on. A lot of rumors are spreading. I'm sure you guys heard all the different rumors throughout the afternoon, but you know, and you yeah. know what I heard too, Ben? I heard that yeah, the first responders were there like immediately, pouncing yeah, I mean, on the situation, which is good. I mean, definitely. I mean, there's a fire station just down the road on both ends of that high school, so I mean, they were they were really fast about it. All right, I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you, Ben. All right, have a good night, guys. All right, you, you too. too.
407-916-1041, Another thing we used to do would be, uh, we'd call it ninja. It, what we did... Don't we, be racist. No. It, we would dress all in black and uh, sneak out to with a uh, regular home phone to people's houses that we didn't like. There's a phone jack on the side of uh, everybody's house, almost everybody's house. You can plug into it. It's where like the uh, the people test phones, and we dial 900 numbers off. What the hell? And just run a bell. All right. As soon as I say there are no chicks who do this, the phones have lit up with girls who are apparently just as deviant as the boys, and I didn't think they could be. Kara in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Kara? Hey, uh, for my senior volleyball team, we we did prank every year. Um, the best one that we had was a dead fish in the ceiling tile of the hallway. Hey, at, at the school? Yeah, they didn't find it for weeks. <laughs> oh, that's so dirty. And and if it's in the uh, girls' volleyball locker room, you're not going to be able to tell anyway. You just think <laughs> they're on that cycle. <laughs> you think no one's clean? No one's cleaning that little trash can by the uh, big uh, bathroom. Amy in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Amy? Oh, hey. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? All right. Pretty good, actually. Thank well, you. Well, this takes me back, like, more than 20 years when I was in high school, a senior. And uh, I went to an all-girls school. We had a senior retreat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, the girls, you, go, you don't want anybody to fall asleep because you get pranked. So there was this one girl. You know, we all you go to a retreat, you wear sweatpants to sleep. Well, this girl had a nighty. With with all kinds of frou frou on it and everything, Uh-oh. and she put on pink sponge rollers in her hair and night cream, and uh, her friend said, "Well, she's a real heavy sleeper. She's gonna fall asleep." So she fell asleep, and we, a group of us, grabbed her sleeping bag quietly and slowly, dragged her outside of the building, and put her in the back of a pickup truck. And when she woke up, she woke up on the outside in a pickup truck. And she started screaming because she didn't know where she was. All right, that's a pretty good. I, I'm, I'm surprised you're able to carry her away without her waking up. That's, I know it that's was like, crazy. That's like waking up from a redneck rape. You know, you're just waking up in the back of a pickup truck in your nighties. Ah, violated. On Hibbard Street in Fowlerville. Now you're turning me on. Look at this. Hi, out General Manager Tuttle, who hasn't hey. had, hasn't had to prank or hasn't had to stunt forever with the Hideout Fantasy Football League and the Helmet of Pain. Yeah, but I got the worst damn record uh, out of everybody in the whole league. It's so. all about not stunting, Tuttle. That's what it's all about. What do you got, buddy? Uh, well, actually, I, I never had, I never pulled many pranks. I had a lot of pranks pulled on me. I remember this one time when I was in uh, on the wrestling team, and we actually went to regional, so we were all staying in hotel rooms. So a couple of the guys in the next room uh that were wrestlers thought it'd be a funny idea to throw a bucket of water on me and open up the door when i opened up the door he threw a bucket of water on me and about two hours later i didn't you know bother to wipe off and everything they called and told me that they had uh done number one in the bucket <laughs> oh jeez. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, so I, I had to go through high school uh, with the whole name Peabody. You know, people <laughs> were calling me Peabody and stuff. And, and then the most embarrassing moment of my high school uh, career was when the baseball team uh, gave me a wedgie and my junk fell out and they called me Pinky D for the whole year. Oh, my God. All right, Tuttle, you had it awful. All right, hide out general manager Tuttle. Peabody. Uh, yeah, Pinky D. All right, thank you, Tuds. I don't. It. I don't know what it is with the wrestling and the number one, but what my uh, oh, no. cousin did, Fried Curious BJ, used to do 
would uh, number one in shampoo containers. Oh God! You would know whose it was, and people would use it, and we'd just be laughing because they were washing their hair with number one. All right, we gotta take a break. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I hate that we're up on a break. You guys hang tight. It we're literally filled up with women who want to tell us about the pranks that they've pulled. And, of course, ladies first in the hideout, so we'll get to them fast. Quick break. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Friday night in the Hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, two things real fast as we're talking about high school pranks gone wrong, mainly because of the pepper spray incident today at uh, Olympia High. Waterboy says at school he would take some milk and keep it in his locker for two months. Then he would take it back to the lunchroom and put it back. Hence, How was he getting to the, the milk? Henceforth, like you take one of those cartons oh, of milk. Oh, just a little carton, okay. And then you go put it in your locker for two months and then take it back to the lunchroom knowing that some poor ass oh. is going to have to drink that oh. that day for lunch. And the Swami says that I'm right about girls and pranks, that women are very passive-aggressive, so they're more likely to start rumors and mind games or they'll just sleep with their friend's boyfriend. That's I would a nice prank. I would agree with that normally, but the phones are jammed with ladies who say they do this. Let's start with Deborah in St. Cloud. You're in the hideout. What's going on, Deborah? What do you got? Hi there. My story started when I was living with a boyfriend and his sister was having problems and had to move in, and he warned me not to be nice to her because he says she's psycho. And I would clean, cook, even wash her clothes for her, and she was psycho. She was such a nut. She drove me insane. I wound up moving out, but when I did move out, I put itching powder all through her panties and her bra. Oh, oh you, were, you were evil. I love you. Thank you, Deborah. Damn. And then you're stinking STD that whole time. Oh, yeah, like you got you got something. you got to go to the free clinic. And then when you find out that it is the itching powder, how pissed are you? And then who are you narrowing it down to? Everybody's a suspect. Jennifer in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jennifer? All right. We have this one kid who's like... Drives me nuts to a T. He lives in our neighborhood, and he always comes out, always hits on me, drives me up the wall. So this Halloween, I decided that I would end it forever. Well, he decided that he's. Well, he's just he's so annoying. So I went. We do a Halloween haunted house in my home mm-hmm. every year. So this year, we put my me in a uh, room, just covered the walls with that quart of blood stuff, the fake blood. Yeah. And had me laying in the room looking like I was dead. You know, if if I was in that room, I'd be in the corner running a batch. Yeah, that's you. That's what you like, though, yeah, Dubs. That's what, what did, I'm into. What did you do, Jennifer, instead? Well, I whited out my eyes with those contacts, and then I put these drops that turn the whites of your eyes red. So all you see is that white contact. Mm-hmm. And I laid there and waited for this kid. Didn't move for anybody else, but I waited for this kid, and I chased him out, and he screamed like a little girl and peed his pants in front of his mother oh. and everybody in the neighborhood. And everybody, now you're a hero. How old, you? Is, exactly. how old is the kid, Jennifer? He's, God, I'm 19. He's probably 17. Oh, wow. Oh, he's oh, 17, 17 and he, he did that? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, dude. Congrats. You're epic. 
Anytime you can make a 17-year-old kid pee his pants, you have uh, you should get a, an award or something. Especially if you're a chicken. Especially if he's the bully or the ass in the neighborhood. Yeah, the uh, the just inappropriate uh, guy that hits on people. Amy in Titusville, you're in the high down road radio. What do you got, Amy? Okay, so I was pretty good in school, and I have to say that um, I was a preacher's kid. Mm-hmm. So church camp was a whole other story, and we, my brother was there with me, and it was the, kind of the girls against the guys. So we would sneak in, we'd wait till everybody was asleep, and then mm-hmm. we would saran wrap the toilets. Oh, and if you're really good at it, people will pee all over themselves first thing in the morning. Okay, that's just that's wrong. I've heard about the saran wrap thing, and why? That's just. Then you're basically punishing the janitor, too. What do you think about it? We were the janitors, though. I mean, the kids, this was church camp. The kids were cleaning it up, and and the guys would have to clean up their own bathroom. So then if you really wanted to get one of the, you know, the teachers or the reverends from another church or whatever, you'd wait till they were sleeping and then put all their bedding outside so they'd wake up. You're going to hell. (laughs) Yeah, you can't can't pull that in a church thing. That's 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 like pulling a prank on Jesus. Thank you, Amy. Oh man! All right, let's let's round out the uh, discussion with Melissa and Rosemont. Hey, Melissa, what do you got? Hi, guys. Yo. Um, I have to be kind of vague about this because this ended up getting me close to a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, years ago, when pepper spray very first came out to use as like your personal protection, right? I had this guy that was always up my butt at work and uh one day just messing around with them i was showing them the pictures on my keychain and thought i'd just kind of give a little squirt of pepper spray accidentally well i ended up waking up in the back of an ambulance because uh (laughs) apparently it's a lot more potent than expected and it made me and many other people around me pass out okay the place the place that i worked at had to shut down for the day pull all of their food out of the deli and the bakery. The police were there. There were fire trucks, ambulances. Six people went to the hospital because apparently one in every million people, I guess, is uh, deathly allergic to pepper spray. And maybe drunky. What if it's drunky Monday at the uh, live broadcast? Uh-oh. Yeah, well, you'll know, I guess, pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, Melissa. Appreciate oh. the phone call. That's terrible. Oh boy! All right, I I, I can't. I got to go to these calls. I'm too fascinated by these phone calls, J Dubs. All right, ladies first in the hideout. So we get to uh, Lonnie. Lonnie, what do you got? All right. In high school, we had a barbecue for like uh, graduation, like a huge pig pit thing. Um, we took the pig's head and put it on our principal's desk. <laughs> uh, did it ever come back to you or no? No. Like we already graduated. So, um, I think uh, I think the principal just has to laugh it off at that point. At that point, you're right, unless it ruins like his favorite. Uh, yeah. uh, if it ruins something. But here's the thing about that too. And thank you, Lonnie. Remember when they would always hold it over on you when the when word got out of a big prank right before graduation, and they weren't going to give you your diploma. That happened at my school. That's bull. They they. There's no way they can't give you the diploma. Yeah, they have to give it to you. They uh, just didn't let the kids walk. Yeah. And who cares about walking? That was the worst thing in the world. You're just hot as hell. So boring. The one thing that our school did, and I think I mentioned this before, they just wouldn't tell you when your last day is. Ooh, I've heard about that. Mm -hmm. They won't tell you when your last day is, and then, uh, you know, uh, they'll just come over to the loudspeaker and say, today was your last day. All right, that's pretty sweet. All right, this is our buddy Big Dog over at the Wholesale Furniture Market. By the way, you get that overstuffed... uh, 
that Lane Overstuff recliner. You're going to win that Monday at the live broadcast. What's up, big dog? What's up? How you doing, man? Good. Now, you guys know me. I'm normal. You're right. I'm going to tell you about my wife. But this is, I'm normal. Got nothing to do with me, okay? All right. <laughs> Before I was married, I had a roommate, and I met my wife. And she kind of hung out at the house three or four nights a week. And my roommate was really jealous because the more I hung out with her, the less I did with him. Yeah. So when I wasn't around, he badmouthed me saying, you know, why you were just loser with the deal? You shouldn't be dating him. So one night she got real mad at him. And I guess he drinks a lot of coffee. So she tells me the next morning that she went to the garage and picked up every dead roach and put it in the <laughs> coffee maker. And I went, you're full of it. And I went to the kitchen. And that coffee was half gone, and I shook it, and there was like 30 little roach legs thrown oh. up in the air. And I, she's got more balls than I'll ever have. Oh, uh, note to self, never, ever, ever get on her bad side. Hey, thank you, big dog. Never. Th thank have you. Have a good one, guys. All right, buddy. Thank you to the Wholesale Furniture Market for this uh, recliner. You can see pictures of it. The one we're actually giving out at the live broadcast on Monday at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo, somebody's going to walk home with that thing, and it is awesome. Yeah, there's it pictures is, of that on realradio.fm. It has, uh, it does the vibrating, like the massage thing, mm -hmm. and uh, the right armrest is also a cooler for your beer, or soda if you prefer, sissy. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. We'll come back. The final thing about this this prank that was pulled, I got a question for you. The prank that was pulled in uh, at Olympia High, they're saying it was a prank with the pepper spray. Would you tell your parents now, like, just get it out there, would you tell them now for the hopes that they will help you, uh, like, it's kind of off your chest, it's out there, or do you wait it out? I'll get your answer next. I can already tell by your nonverbal what you think. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. So Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'm Al Hafe, and that is J-Dub's Friday night. Coming up, the answers to all your fantasy football questions. From Mark St. Amant from ESPN Classic, also uh, committed. Confessions of a fantasy football junkie and um, the sportsrag.com. Beth and O'Callaghan in the Hideout. What's up, Beth? Hey, I, I got a prank story for you from high school. Hey, why you you know, you're living right uh in Ocala. No, Oviedo. Don't even uh, don't confuse me. Uh, I think we just drove through like Plymouth or something. Uh, go ahead, uh, Beth. Okay, so this guy decided that he was going to start this rumor that I slept with him. Nice. So to get back at him, I took this super industrial like JB Weld type adhesive and glued all of his keyholes shut on his car oh. except for his hatchback. So like <laughs> We were watching crawl through his hatchback to get in his car every day. All right, and that's just for saying that he crawled through yours. And I get you. Thank you, Beth. Wow. I never thought about that, like starting rumors about me banging a chick just so that I'd be cool. For some reason, that never seemed like the cool thing to do. All right, Dubs, this is all. We've all been talking, we've been talking about this because the big news was at Olympia High and the pepper spray prank that they're saying. And the quote was, they're really, they got really, really good leads as the who did it. So you figure whoever did it's so busted. Yeah. Now let me ask you, if you're or the they're playing mind tricks and uh, thinking that that's going to uh, get someone to turn themselves in. If you're the kid who did this, mm -hmm. do you go ahead and tell your parents and be like, hey, it was me, I need your help, or, oh yeah, do you do that? Deny, deny, deny. What? Exactly. Tell you're blue in the face. Everybody, the principal, 
all of them, deny it to everybody. I don't think so. I think you come clean to your parents so that they can help you. Two things. Because you could get into legal trouble. Yes, you could. But uh, anybody who's in legal trouble does not uh, admit to anything until seeing a lawyer. Plus, your parents have the whole weekend to simmer down because then you could prepare. You know, you could do, you could, because otherwise, man, you could get a lawyer. Otherwise, if it pops up on the news first and that's how your parents hear about it, you're, you're so screwed. Or uh, you're going to get your ass beat, and then you're going to get busted by the cops and everything, and uh, your parents are going to be so worried about saving your ass, they're going to beat your ass, they're going to uh, you know, try to help you out. So you, you could be uh, you know, not getting an ass kicking by not telling. So you're thinking, hey, you're whole, whenever you're doing a prank, you are all about, I could get out of this. Yes. No, you never do a prank with uh, the thoughts of getting caught. All right, Tommy? You keep insisting uh, to me on the I am about something. No, my parents would have would have turned me in or forced me to turn myself in. I would never tell them anything about that. If anything, I'd be like, hey, I heard uh, Chunks over there. I heard he was talking about uh, setting some like pepper spray off at a school. I don't know. Maybe you want to tell the police. Do you that. set somebody up, or do you turn someone else in? You just start. You don't turn anyone in. You just say, I heard some things. You might want to start looking in that direction. Chunks his direction. I would hide a uh, pepper spray uh, container in his uh, locker. No one would find it. True. Spence, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Spence? Oh, deny, deny, deny. That's all I wanted to say. Really? Oh, absolutely. You deny it. You deny it. Hopefully nobody else knows. Yeah, you take it to the grave. Now, if you take it to the grave, he's right. You take it to the grave. Or if you're like a couple people, you call a radio show ten years later Mm -hmm. and say, hey, remember a little bit high? That was me. I got over on you. Um, Mike and Deltona, what do you think? Oh, deny. Absolutely, I agree. What? You know, the whole, the whole lawyer thing, if, if it comes to that and escalates, you get a lawyer afterwards, but you deny, deny, deny. I, I'm, a little, I'm a little shocked. Thank you, Mike. I would, I would think if they have it and I'm on the verge of getting busted, at the very least I want my family on my side. They won't be on your side, though. They'll be so pissed at you. That's not true, after, though. But after you're, yes, it is true. After you're in trouble, not that's when they the come t- to you. Not all the time. In May- this case, yes. Well, you can't say for certain, absolutely. I can. <laughs> How? I know. I've been in enough situations like this. But that was with your parents. All parents are basically the same. They're cookie cutter. I. Go ahead. Say it. You don't think your dad would turn you in? My dad, here's the thing about my, here's the thing about my dad. If I, if somehow this had happened to me, first of all, it would have never happened to me because of the fear that I have of my father and the ass whooping that I would have gotten. All right, that's first number one. But if it did happen to me, I would move because if I told him, he would beat the snot out of me and he would he would turn me in. Exactly. But that's my dad. So why would you? Why did you say you? I know there. Are, uh, no, I didn't oh. say that I would. Tell. Okay. I but I know that there are probably other parents who'd be like, hey, let's let's help you out. Let's try to get you out of this. How can they help you at that point, though? Maybe help you come up with a story and an alibi. <laughs> who knows? Now, so, the thing could be though. I mean, you could tell your dad and take your ass whipping. Or else, 
the school could come to your house, and wouldn't you get like a bigger ass whipping? No, because if it, if it gets to the legal point, they figure the punishment's coming hard enough as it is, and they don't want to see their kid going to jail or anything, so they're gonna help out. You, you'll be grounded or anything, but I think you'll uh, avoid the ass whooping. You're in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Yeah, Putin. If you have one of those families, this is a very important game to play. Is the would you turn me in if I killed somebody <laughs> kind of game? And if you, you need to check with your parents on that first. And if they say yes, they'll turn you in, don't tell them anything. But if I, they say you know no, what? it's all good. All right, I want to play that game here in the hideout. Dubs, would you turn me in if I'd committed murder? Yes. What? I can't let you murder someone. Are you serious? I, I would not be able to do that. I would not be able to... Uh, n- walk around looking you straight in the eye knowing that you killed someone. I, too, would turn half in, but would you turn me in, Dubs? No. Thank no. you. What? Why, how is it different between me and him? I, I have an understanding of Bateman that uh, it, it's far deeper, and I, I would hate to see him go away. What are we talking about, gay sex, or what is this? No, it's just uh, I, see, I know this is why we would turn you in. Yeah. Chunks, what about you? You turn me in? Uh, I wouldn't turn you in, but uh, I'd extort you for everything you have. <laughs> I'd blackmail you for every cent that you had, not to turn you in. But I wouldn't turn you in, though. I'd just own all <laughs> your stuff. And your soul. All right, Motley Bruce says, if OJ taught us anything in the world, it's deny everything. That's true. No one knows. All right, Putin, would you turn me in? Yeah. Yeah, I would. So I can't trust anyone in the hideout. You can trust me to turn you in. No, that's not what I'm looking for. What, you plan on killing someone? No, I'm just saying. You already did kill someone. No, I didn't. Don't start those rumors. You know, whatever. What? I feel disappointed. I feel let down. Why? If you killed someone, I think you deserve to go to jail. I wouldn't turn you in. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. 407-916-1041. You're a good man, Hefe. 888 I want to talk about the UCF. Yes, homecoming. Uh, homecoming and more so the guerrilla marketing and uh, what went down with that. Also, too, we're going to talk to Les Knight from the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement. And I ha- Oh, the Ashley Simpson tapes of her being drunk in Canada. we got to do that. But first, next, time for some fantasy football. Uh, with Mark St. Amont from ESPN Classic, Committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie, great book, and the thesportsreg.com. Uh, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout, open door policy from 10 to 11 tonight. Then we go to Latitudes, hang out with Russ from the Monsters in the Morning. You got any questions for your fantasy football? Dial it up right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you. And it's the Hideout Fantasy Football League. You can keep up with that on realradio.fm. Three stunts, actually, from the Helmet of Pain to be paid off. Helmet of Pain. To be paid off Monday uh, at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Uh, Drunky will eat a, uh, I think, a pepper spray buffalo chips. Okay. I think, and then Tommy will be shot with a paintball gun, and two snort the hottest yard. Joining us in the hideout, our buddy from ESPN Classic, 
from the great book Committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie, and the sportsrag.com. It's our buddy Mark St. Amont. Mark! Hey, Dubs. How's, How's it going, up? bro? Hey, brother. How, how are you doing in your league this year? You know what's funny? I have been surviving like an, a cataclysmic amount of injuries and adversity. I'm 6-2. and two. I'm in first place. Uh, nice. And leading, tied for first place, but ahead of the other first place guy in total points. Okay. The weird thing is I lost Deuce. I've, I've made some trades early on, and I, I lost Bulger for a bit. He's supposed to be back week 10. I lost Armand Green. I lost Torrey Holt for a bit. Cadillac Williams is up for a bit. And then today, I spent 45 minutes listening to the live press conference on the Eagles website to keep up with all this T.O. madness, um, you know, with all the uh, all the suspension rumors. Mm-hmm. It was my, my head almost blew up today. It was uh, what, What's going on with T.O.? Yeah, because I have him right now, and I was going to ask you about him. Well, you know what? It, it's it's funny. It, it, yesterday, I kid you not. Yesterday, he was. It sounded like he was going to miss not only this weekend, but the uh, the Monday night game against Dallas. And then suddenly today, or yesterday, I'm sorry. Yesterday he practices. He's feeling better. Today he practices. Looks great. But then um, there there start to leak out uh, rumors that he's going to be suspended for his derogatory and detrimental comments. Uh, all this Brett Favre stuff. Oh, yeah. What did he say? Because he said that. Didn't he say that? The team would be better off with Brett Favre. The offense would be perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those things where where ESPN asked. Um, he, it was an interview with ESPN.com, and, and they asked him, um, "Do you think that uh, the Eagles would be better off with someone like Brett Favre at quarterback?" And and uh, obviously baiting To to um, launch into a tirade against McNabb. And basically, what what To said was. Well, I mean, yeah, Donovan's been hurt, and obviously if Donovan's hurt, he can't play as well, and it's affecting us. And and then he says says that, you know, Favre's pretty much a warrior and plays through pain, which is sort of a not-so-subtle slam at, at McNabb. But his, his real gripe was that the, the Eagles didn't honor his 100th touchdown catch, which, you know, only only other – I think he's the, the fifth receiver in NFL history who's had 100 touchdown catches. Wow. And they didn't honor it, so that kind of chafed them. Um, but then today he he reads a very he sounded like Nixon resigning. I mean he, he read he read this this two sentence statement saying I apologize for any comments I may have made yada yada. So my rambling long winded answer is I I think he's going to play. I, th- I think he's going to keep blowing up because um, these are big games. I mean Sunday night on ESPN against the Redskins, the following weekend against the Cowboys. He's going to play, but there, there's still Jaworski then on the fan in New York said that uh, he heard that um, T.O. could be suspended for the rest of the year. So it's, it's mad. For the rest of the year? Whoa. That is insane. Yeah, so it, it sounds like it's, there's no imminent decision. The Eagles, I think, would be, would be morons to suspend them because... Yeah, because that would be a team-imposed uh, suspension, wouldn't it? It would. It would. And, and, and basically, basically, I think what Andy Reid has to do is gauge, like, will he lose the team if, if they let T.O. sort of get away with mouthing off again? Um, and, yeah, I, I really don't know how it's going to unfold. I, I do think he definitely plays this weekend. Um, but well, What kills me is that he... Uh, the NFL wants their players to get out there, do these interviews and everything, but they're so scrutinized on the answers, and they're pro- possibly fined by the league or even uh, suspended by their team over a fairly innocent answer. I mean, he's just being honest. That's that's exactly it. And and you know, did he need to start throwing in the stuff about you know Favre plays through pain? And I, I mean, apparently he didn't see Favre's five interception game. I don't know if the Eagles want Favre right now, but. Uh, you know, he, he did he have to do that? No, but but he 
it was a little bit slanted, and it was he was sort of baited, and it, at least from what I've seen on on the ESPN replays, I got to watch it again. It's on NFL Network pretty much nonstop right now. But yeah, it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1 talking to Mark St. Amant from Fantasy Football. Uh, any any of the boys, you got any questions for your, your teams this week? I have some questions yeah, this week. What we but what I've got is a lot of questionable people on my roster, and uh, one of them is Terrell Owens. Yep. And you say start Terrell. It, well, as of now, as of now, he was up, upgraded to questionable, and um, and that's a good thing considering where he was. And it looks like he's going to play, but definitely check back Sunday. How about Randy Moss? Um, it's it's Moss. They just uh, just announced that he. Um, did not miss practice. He missed practice all week, and he's going to be a game time decision. Right now, I would have to guess that uh, John, John Clayton on the ESPN was saying that he thinks Moss will sit out. Um, you know, he's pretty shaky even if he does play. Uh, that makes my Doug Gabriel start. I have to make this week look look a little better. But, yeah, I've, uh, I, I, right now it doesn't I, look like Moss. I have him, right. and he pulled a goose egg last week for he, me. He did, but that that was. <laughs> did you that did was, you see uh, when Doug Gabriel? Uh, uh, Kerry Collins threw a pass to him and it bounced right off the back of his helmet. <laughs> no. That doesn't help me. Did not see that. That's almost, that was almost as good as the uh, the Phil Sims drilling the uh, the ref right in the right in the head. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it, it Gabriel should do much better this week because last week was just Porter decided to actually play uh, National Football League football for once this year and he decided to show up. Um, so they just Collins kept going to Porter. But um, if Moss is out, Gabriel immediately I think becomes a great play, especially against Kansas City where it's it's all signs point to a shootout so and uh, how about uh, uh roy williams over in detroit um roy williams i don't it sounds like he's gonna play um I, i'm not i haven't seen the actual the the official updates um right now he's you know it looks like he he's 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 missed the last obviously missed the last three games he was he was working out privately with trainers last week mm-hmm. um and he, he hasn't done a lot of the team portion of practices so i mean there's a small chance he plays um but you know, if he doesn't practice all week, that's that's not a great sign. And I have a final one, uh, just a real quick one. Yep. Charles Rogers uh, is off of his suspension now. I, I grabbed both Rogers and Williams uh, just in case one of them didn't uh, get the start, right? Because one of them will be the number one. Uh, which one would be the the smarter start this week? Um, over Roy or Charles? Yeah. Uh, God. Yeah, I, this week's a tough one. It, it is tough because um, you know Roy is obviously health related, and Charles is more of a Mariucci decision. And mm-hmm. today he said that he wasn't sure if Rogers would play or not. <sighs> I mean, this Mariucci is so flighty. This, I mean, you know what coach isn't these days? This has been the, the most insane football year in terms of in terms of uh, game time decisions, game time and... decisions, injury disclosures, injuries in general, not just season end, ending injuries, but just nagging little game time decision injuries. It's, it's it's been really frustrating. Don't they realize we have fantasy football to play exactly. and they can't pull this? Exactly. The nerve. Uh, all right, David Givens is one too. Questionable. I don't know whether or not to go with him. Uh, uh, Michael Clayton last week crapped the bed for me. That was surprising to me. I and, had him pegged for a big week. And uh, two last week, I had two guys pull goose eggs, and somehow still I'm not stunting. Thank you, Tommy Bateman. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, but I got Tomlinson, Jones, um, Dylan. Uh, I'm not. Jones? Yeah, Thomas Jones. Yep. So I'm going to go with him against New Orleans over Corey yep, Dillon and uh, Indianapolis. And I have nothing else. I got my best receiver is on the bench this week in Kevin Curtis. Right, right. Yeah, I got nothing. And, and he's gonna—he's he's one of those guys that, you know, his Ike Bruce sounds like he's gonna be out a little longer than Holt, but Curtis Curtis's value could take a little hit, obviously when Holt gets back. Um, but and, he, he still should be okay until Bruce gets back. Any sleeper wide receivers? Um, got again, I got a point to Gabriel. I mean, he's uh, he's 
especially if Moss is out, he's, I think, going to blow up this week. Um, let's see, Braylon Edwards, he's, he, you know, he had the big ADR game right off the, off the bat. Um, you know, Edwards is one of those guys who, it looks like his, his, uh, he's sort of passed, uh, Northcutt on the, uh, yeah, it looks like he's getting a bigger role out there. On the depth chart. Braylon Edwards could be, could be a nice little sleeper start this week, especially against Tennessee. They're not really starting anyone. Um, you know, the, the, the two, uh, no names on Tennessee, I mean, if they were playing anyone else, but, you know, they're playing Cleveland, Roy Dale Williams and Courtney Roby. If you're, I mean, we're, we're talking like if you're really desperate. Um, and uh, Ernest Wilford on Jacksonville seems to he stepped up had a big game against the Rams. Apparently he's passed Reggie Williams on on the depth chart. Wow, um, that could that could be an interesting little pick. Um, and let's see, I'm trying to think of who else. Tommy, um, did you have any questions for Mark Santamon? Are you all good this week? I have a lot of questions. All right, well, uh, keep it quick because we're already up on the break. I don't know how it feels to be hit in an exposed uh, area of my body with paintballs, if you can ask that. Yeah, that's why, definitely. What do you got, Tommy? (laughs) Uh, Tiki Barber, Dominic Davis, Willie Parker, or Rudy Johnson? Uh, Pick one. Which two? Oh, which two? Well, it looks like now um, Dominic has been downgraded. Uh, unfortunately for Dominic owners, um, he didn't practice all week, and apparently the word is that he looks unlikely to start. It's gonna, it looks like it's going to be a sort of a mix of Vernon Morenci. Um, actually, my first three children will be named Vernon <laughs> and uh, Jonathan Wells. They'll mix that up. Um, so I would definitely go, uh, definitely go Tiki coming off the the giant game. Um, and uh, who 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 do you have the guys who say? Rudy Johnson and Willie Parker. Um, I would. Go with Willie because uh, the bus is out. Batch is behind. You know, Batch is in for Roethlisberger. It's going to be. I think we'll probably see the first week where Willie is almost guaranteed to have over 20 carries. Um, I would go Willie and Tiki. Especially, I mean, Tiki's no-brainer against the Niners. But and, um, but uh, Willie, I think, is going to carry a heavy load this week. And I miss no. what you. S- <laughs> I missed what you said earlier about Kansas City because I also have Kerry Collins and Peyton Manning. Going to be a shootout, he said. Kansas City, uh, that game, Kansas City and Oakland. Yeah, I mean, the, the funny thing is, I mean, I would, I would typically that that's a real tough one this week because, as as especially as a Pats fan, I have this 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 sick feeling that Peyton is going to unleash several years of 0 and 7 frustration <laughs> on the uh, the Patriots' Pop Warner secondary and and um, you know Dwayne Starks. Uh, who actually got cut from Pop Warner this week? But um, he, uh, Peyton, could be a really good start this week. Um, that said, Collins is also a great play because, uh, again, those uh, AFC West games between the rivals. But the uh, the secondary of the secondary of the Chiefs is definitely more beefed up than it's been in the past, though. Yeah, a little. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it's it's been a little better, but I mean, but not as. You know, not as great as as they they would have hoped. Yeah. All right, real fast, Deuce Jill Derone. All right. The only decision I've got each week that's really tough for me is quarterbacks. Yep. Out of Favre and Delome, would you play one each week over the other, or would you say it depends on who's playing who? Um, yeah, I, those two, I, I'd, I'd say matchup. I mean, obviously, early on in the season, Favre was lighting it up in getting a lot of, you know, sort of garbage time and throwing from behind points. Um, I would probably give the edge to Favre. I mean, they're both playing. They, they both have really bad matchups this week. With uh, Favre playing Pittsburgh and um, Carolina against Tampa Bay this week, I would definitely go Favre. I think a because I think they'll be thrown from behind uh, again, and b Carolina's just playing. I mean, Tampa's got I think the number one or number two rated pass defense. Um, but between those guys, I think from here on out it's matchup. Obviously, like you know, if 
Dome has a matchup like he did last week against Minnesota and Favre's playing a you know a Tampa Bay type defense, then yeah, I go with Dome. But hmm, I went with Favre. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, there he is, Mark St. Amant, ESPN Classic, committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie, and uh, the SportsRag.com every Friday talking to fantasy football with our buddy Mark St. Amant. Thank you, brother. Hey, thanks, guys. Talk uh, to you later. All right, we'll come back. All right, what do we want to come back with? The Ashley Simpson tapes or uh, some of the other stuff that I have? I also got to tell you about how's a Good Samaritan today, and I'm really hoping it pays off. I think I want to hear the Ashley Simpson. All right, let's come back with Ashley Simpson being a drunken ass at McDonald's. Next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Kelly. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. It's just great when I everyone... love that overwhelming boo at the end. Booing at the end. What you been doing? Oh. I just can't you believe know, this I, is popular. I used to like like her kinda, you know, just like I, I never liked the music or anything, but I admired someone who takes advantage of a situation they're put in. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. That uh Ashley Simpson. And uh, I guess it was her at the Orange Bowl last year. That was following the SNL debacle of the lip syncing. Yes. Like uh, like a week after. And apparently, is this the song that's a hit right now? Yeah. I don't know if I've heard this one yet. She mumbles through it. Listen. Sounds like she's had a stroke and she's <laughs> trying to sing. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, that's that's not even good. I I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's maybe it's supposed to be good. It's good because she has a half hour on MTV a week. I, I suppose so. That's why it's good. That's why it does well. So anyway, apparently she was out um, partying mm-hmm. in Canada. I, well, she's I guess she's on publicity tours for this, so she's in Toronto. I feel sorry for her now. And she is, uh, I guess, out drinking and partying it up. How old is she? I don't know. I, I, th- I well, the drinking age out in Canada is 19, so I think she's safe there. She's 20. Okay, Putin tells me she's 20. So uh, she goes into a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I guess at like 1:30 in the morning. <laughs> now, here's what's funny about this too. Because we're going to be going out to Latitudes tonight, and yeah. at some point we're going to go get drunken food. Mm-hmm. And any of the places that are open for drunken food is always odd. People being asses. Like one of the, There's one, a nice mix of people in there. Yeah. you know, what, like The place that we love to go to is Geno's, yeah. right there on Orange Ave. Pita Pit, too. And um, I prefer Geno's yes. pizza. But um, it's just everyone's drunk, everyone's loud, everyone's not just, always oh. listening to fish music and uh, yeah, that line that, that line at Gino's is something else. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's epic. Well, it's great food. That's why you always leave a little bit earlier mm-hmm. so that you can cut in line or not have to deal with the line. But whenever you're in somewhere and people are drunk and they're trying to work off that buzz with some food, they act like asses. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you know, a good place like an IHOP or a Denny's. At uh, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I love a Denny's at 3 a.m. Because <laughs> it is just, it's like a, it's like an after party. You know, everybody's there 
wasted out of their mind, and they are, you know, just pouring oddly amounts of uh, syrup on their pancakes. Just amounts of syrup you would never eat normally, but you you basically should have put these in a bowl for the amount of syrup. It's like a, it's like a cereal for them after They're a while. They're trying to recreate the uh, Super Troopers mm-hmm. um, syrup eating contest. One, two, three, do that's, it. That's true of any drunken food. You're always piling way more of anything on top mm-hmm. of it. Right. Salt. Apparently, she just turned 21 this last month, Ashley Simpson. So she is in this McDonald's. Drunk as a sailor. Drunk as a skunk. And this is her talking trash. She's there's video of this. It's on some Canadian website, and so we pulled the audio. But just to set up for you, she's there uh, with a, her handlers, and this <laughs> and it's like, and here's what it is at this McDonald's. It's this frumpy lady who's working at a Mickey D's at 1:30 oh. in the morning. Okay, and all she wants to do is get through the night. Yeah, one thing when you're working that shift, when you know you're gonna have to deal with drunk people. I just hope none of them come after me and like start, you know, you know, being rude to me. And Ashley is crawling on the countertops, and this and this is the first clip. This was Ashley Simpson in a Toronto area McDonald's where she was spotted at 1:30 Wednesday morning. You know, I have Monte Bishop with you. All right. So what she says there is, no, I will not take a picture with you. You wouldn't kiss my foot, so blank you. And she's talking to the McDonald's worker, isn't she, Chunks? Uh, No, actually, I think this one happens to be just a fan standing in line. Like maybe even the guy with the camera, because it looks like she's looking at the camera. And she she looks happy. She's kind of like giggling like, no, you wouldn't kiss my foot. She just had a buttload of Zima. Of course she's happy. (laughs) Zima. Uh, Tom in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Tom? Hey, what's up? What you got, dude? Hey, I was wondering if that uh, stuff's about assistance and having that abortion. Uh, I, I didn't hear about that. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I heard a little bit ago. I don't know if it was true or not. I think that abortion she had was her career. <laughs> Actually, I think we have audio of that abortion. Don't we have audio of that? I thought we had it somewhere. There's screaming involved. Back alley style. Alright, now I want to get a wire hanger and put it through my ear. Oh. Suck that thing out of the vacuum. Ugh. Alright, what's this? Alright, the second clip then is her giving a lot of hell to the woman who's who's literally yeah. putting the fries into the frying, the, gre- <laughs> the grease. Yeah. It's true. Ashley's been in Toronto doing press for her new album. We first e-sighted her at the start of her wild night having dinner at the restaurant Spuntini. Then at 11.30, we spotted Ashley hanging in the Avenue Bar at the Four Seasons. It wasn't until two hours later that she hopped over to McDonald's where a customer caught this on camera. Alright, now, now here, alright, let's act it out. Alright. Alright, Chunks, do you have uh, the, the thing? Yeah. Alright, I will be the employee. Alright. And you be Ashley Simpson. Alright. 
Okay. I'm employee, okay? And scene. I need a manager up front, please. Oh, please bring me the manager. I would love to talk to the manager. She's crawling on the counter at this point. Get off of there. Bitch, stop talking to me. I'm nice. I promise your manager will be nice to me. I don't think so. I bet you he will. I bet you he won't. You gotta see this video. So she calls the lady working the fries at 1.30 in the morning in Toronto a bitch. I I mean, like, your life can get any worse. Why would you do that? Why would you be rude to that person at 1.30 in the morning? I don't care how drunk I am. I'm always very courteous to those people. You've never been there? You've never been drunk and thinking back where you've totally just been a total jerk I've been, to I've someone. I've been a jerk to people, but no one, no you know, not, not like I'm looking down on someone, you it, know? Yeah, that, I mean, she's a she's a big star. I mean, she's not even a big star, but I mean, she's a known person. and She's, she's a household name. It. Yeah, but she, and she's acting it. I mean, if you see this video, the way she's walking around, it's like she's like, I'm Ashley Simpson. I can do whatever I want. They should have dumped the hot grease on her. And here's well, the other, nose look better. Here's the other thing too, the the frumpy lady in the back, who's working the fries, is literally like staying away from Simpson, who's trying to get on there and, and dance on the screen, ah, or on the counter. You know, someone banged her that night. Yeah. The fry lady? <laughs> no one's banged that fry lady in 40 years. Nope. Would you hit it though? Despite all this? Yeah. No problem. I don't think it could. While she's talking that nonsense, you could do it? Oh, yeah. She could be yelling at the lady. I'm right behind her. Between the beak and the voice, I couldn't do it. I don't think I could actually physically I want to make her scream. I'll boo her the whole time. (laughs) I'll boo her while we're having sex. Making my cut your head off. I'm gonna have sex with that. I love the boos. The boo birds coming out. Captain Spaulding, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Captain. Captain, my captain. Captain Robert Spaulding. Hmm. Robert, you there? (laughs) Is that Robert? Yeah, he's been on hold for 40 minutes. He may have fallen asleep. Or worse. Hold on, turn it up. Let's see if he's asleep. You think he hung up? We'd get a doubt if he hung up. You think he farted? Maybe he's in the bathroom. (laughs) You think he's taking a poop break? (laughs) Hey, maybe if I play the song really loudly, it'll wake him up. No, enough (laughs) of the song. Alright, if you had to go to... What would be the worst concert ever? Would it be Federline opening up for Ashley Simpson? That would be funniest. I would go, though. You have to go to that. To Federline Simpson? Yes. Just for the experience. And just to see the type of crowd that shows up actually to enjoy it. You think it'd be a bunch of dirt stashes? Oh, definitely. It'd be a bunch of uh, Iverson jer- white kids in Iverson jerseys. <laughs> Chad in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chad? 
Yeah, I was just going to say that I don't know if you guys ever saw the uh, Kanye West diary on MTV, where he basically announced to the world that he was the best artist ever, and people will, <laughs> will always remember his name when they think of music. And that kind of ruined my, my vision of, you know, what I thought he was a good artist until I saw that. And then after I saw that, I was like, you know what, guy, I don't want to hear your music anymore. You know, I, I, think, I like that attitude. I like that uh, Liam and Noel Gallagher uh, approach to it. Where, see, I don't. I th I'm with Chad. I, it drives, I'm like, eh, you're, you're really not that good. Well, the thing is, I think they know that. They're just playing it up. Playing the wrestling yeah. angle? Yeah. Bottom line is, after that, I didn't want to hear him anymore, and I said, uh, Ashley Simpson, once this gets out, and then, you know, people see the way she really is, I think it's going to hurt her career. The, the you, difference Chad. between Kanye, uh, the Oasis guys, and Ashley Simpson, she's doing it just because she's drunk. She tries to play the nice girl angle when she's sober, so you know these are her true feelings. And that, and she's she's giving hell to a chick who's working at McDonald's during the overnight in Canada. That can't. That's not going to help you with people. When you're making loonies for a living, you don't make fun of someone. Loonies. That's their that's their money system. Loonies and doonies. Really? Yeah. The the coins are a dollar and the coins are two dollars. Let me try this. Let me try this mix real quickly. We'll see how it would sound. Oh, no. Coming up, Kevin Federline. Oh, come on, he's great. Let's take a break. We come back. Hey, we want to chat with the guys from this. Um, We got an interview, J-Dubs. You know we like take, talking to people from uh, Silly Website. Yeah. This one I'm actually a big fan of, though. The Voluntary Human Extinction Movement. May we live long and die out. Less night next in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. You've got mail. Welcome back to the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. Let's talk about uh, eliminating uh, the human race from Earth. Party time. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. Now, I hope this guy's for real. Tommy, what do you think? Is he for real? According to the website, it's completely real. Okay, because I'm, uh... This is something that I've been talking about for a long time, Dubs. It is last night from the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement. That's V-H-E-M-T dot org. Mm-hmm. And, all right, let me read you a little something. I guess Tommy pulled from the website. May we live long and die out, phasing out the human race by voluntarily ceasing to breed will allow Earth's biosphere to return to good health. Crowded conditions and resource shortages will improve as we become less dense. When every human chooses to stop breeding, Earth's biosphere will be allowed to return to its former glory uh, apparently, this is a movement advanced by people who care about life on the planet Earth. Every time another one of us decides not to add one, another one of us to the uh, billions already squatting on this ravaged planet, another ray of sh sunshine, uh, uh, another ray of hope shines through the gloom. I'm a big fan already of last night. 
Let's welcome into the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Les. You there, Les? Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm glad you're with us. Hey, dude, I'm behind you, man. You are you really right? glad you are we're with you? Because uh, it seems like you want us to die. Yeah, you, it sounds like you want us off the face of the earth. But I do... I Are you for real? Because already, just in hearing the first three words out of your mouth, you sound a little loony. Oh, of course. I'm human. Uh, all right, you're, you're a whack pie. And this isn't helping me because I actually believe in what you're trying to do. Tell me more about what you're trying to do over at the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement. Well, it's what we actually are doing, and you're helping, too. We're not breeding. By not breeding, we are conserving resources and giving habitat to other species. All right. Now, see, I'm believing, because I don't want to have children. I've already said, I've already said if I'm going to have a kid, I will adopt. I will adopt someone who is already on this earth, but I'm not, I don't feel the need to go out and procreate. I'm, Good for you. Have I, you gotten snipped yet? No, I'm not going to get snipped. I don't think I have to take it that far. I wear a condom and I withdraw and I make sure the chick's on the pill. I think that's enough. Uh-huh. And I'm a big pro-choice dude. Are you guys real pro-choice over there? Well, you know, the choice that really counts is the one where she doesn't get pregnant in the first place. All right, so now you think we should go ahead and have hysterectomies and snipping right off the bat. Well, no, hysterectomy is pretty radical, but a little snip-snip of the vast, that's no big deal at all. All right, you're crazy. You're a loony. You're a loony, Les. Uh, what? Really? Yes. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, talking to last Night um, from VHEMT.org. You Go. know, a lot of guys uh, talk about respecting women's uh, choice, but they won't put their balls where their mouth is. What the hell's wrong with you? Hey, I will. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now, if it comes to it, I will. We've all tried that when we were 12. <laughs> we all thought when we were 12 we could do it, and we remember how silly we were trying it, sitting in our bedroom all alone. <laughs> um, all right, now, Les, let me ask you, um, how do you, uh, is, are humans the most important species on Earth? I mean, where do we really fall in online, or is Mother Earth really the most important thing? Well, you know, this whole biosphere has got uh, maybe 100 million species. It's hard to say which one's more important. We're the most important ones to us. Mm -hmm. But if we disappeared, life would go on just fine without us. Would it be better? If termites disappeared, oh, you got trouble. Okay, now, so is the problem then, let's say you have a couple, okay? And the couple only chooses to have one child. Yep. Is it then okay because when they die off, they're only having one kid? Or, like, when you hit, you have two kids... And then you die off. It's basically you're just replacing yourself. What if all everyone only did like the one child thing, like in China? Well, uh, one is twice as good as two. That's for sure. But it, the situation is so drastic that the intentional creation of one more of us by anyone anywhere can't be justified. All right, the the voluntary human extinction movement. So what are you trying to do then, uh, Les? Are you saying everyone gets snipped? And then how long do we have to do this crazy thing you're talking about? Well, it's going to take quite a while before everybody realizes, you know, voluntarily that we uh, should stop reproducing. It, it's not going to happen overnight. It really hasn't caught on like I was hoping at all. When, when did you start this? Oh, it's been going on for thousands of years. I gave it a name in the uh, late 80s, uh, but there are lots of people who have said, I've, I had this idea. It sounds like you might have, too. had this idea all along. I just didn't know it had a name. All right, so are there really people in your little club here? Of course. What else would there be besides people? Well, I, I mean, I'm talking about, like, how many people? Is it, like, 30 of you dudes, or is it what? Oh, well, you, we can only uh, extrapolate. Uh, I'd say a few million, maybe three or four million around the planet, but a lot of them don't speak English, and they don't know that uh, it's called vehement. All right, so they don't even know they're part of the crew, then. <laughs> right, they don't know. Mm -hmm. All 
All right, they so, are. So like me, you would have considered me part of your crew, but I wouldn't have known it except for three minutes ago. That's right. All right, now I want out of this club. Now I feel like this is the uh, AV club, and I need out of it, even though I still agree with you, even though I still like audiovisual. It's like you're in the theater class. Yeah, for some reason, I now want to vote out the president uh, last night here of the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement. Oh, that's okay. I'm not the president. You're you're equal to me as far as uh, we're all, you know, just volunteers in the movement. Okay. Now, you know what? I was so excited about this. I'm just pissed now. Les, you gotta you got to do better public relations. You're not helping our cause, man. Really? Well, why don't you go ahead? You could start promoting it. I have. I've been. I mean, we are promoting it in the hideout. All right, Tommy, where'd you find this guy? How did this happen? Where'd you find last night? I can't even remember. As with most of my interviews, I can't even remember at this point. I'm. I'm about to say this is from my name is Les. dot com. I think maybe I. I got him from uh, Dr. Picos actually. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Last night, I don't know what you're doing. I'm now actually really pissed off, and I'm thinking I'm going to go out and uh, try to impregnate four women tonight just because of you. And, well, it's uh, easy. It's real easy. The voluntary human <laughs> extinction. Of course it's easy. What I part? hate you, Les. I, hate, I do. I hate you. Beat it. <laughs> what was that? I liked him. A genius, my friend, a genius. Because the, the idea is... Now, it, instead of uh, procreating, should we be just be creating zombies and vampires? He was a human. What else would he be? Because <laughs> oh. here's the problem. I really believe that we should not be procre- procreating. And you are surrounded by those nuts. I know. Not... not yeah, yeah, I got But you. the ones on the phone. There are too many people on this earth. And if some of us just decided, hey, maybe we shouldn't have children, then I think this would be a better planet. But the problem is some of us decide that, and for some reason others decide to have 15. Like uh, that lady that was in the news not too long ago. In Arkansas. For 16 children, and that was an accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment to have someone uh, complete while the two of you are still one. Any anyone can do that. Jason, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Jason? I can't believe you hung up on Wes. Listen, I was going to ask him. I don't know. Maybe you agree with it too. I'm part of the movement, although I didn't know I was. Huh. Um, I still have sex. I still do things, but you know what I do is I, I complete as one. You were saying, but the point is. See, I have AIDS, so I'm thinking, hey, kill them once I'm done with them, and that'll that'll help the movement. What right, do you that, think? That's a whole nother website that you got. Uh, but I'm into it, and I, I want to become part of that movement. Meet me 11.05, and we'll get we'll get me uh, suited up. What the hell? All right, well, I'm going to take a break. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> it's a hideout, real radio. Have I ever yelled at a guest and said, I hate you, beat it? I, I'm surprised that when Tommy gives us some of these guys, they leave their phone number on our sheet. Because I'm half tempted a lot of times just to give it out. I think um, you also hated the Goonies.org. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, wait, Les wanted this to be his uh, opening theme song. 
Oh, no. Yeah, you told that to Phil last night, too. You said, I hate it. I hate you beat it. Yeah, you you do hate a lot of our guests. Yes. I tell that to Putin in the office before every show. All right, let's take <laughs> a break. That's how you psych up. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Um, all right, we got a lot of ways we can go. You know what? Let me tell you something real fast. Whenever we get back, I want to tell you about how I'm, uh, I'm hoping good karma will come back to me. I did something, and in my situation, it was a, it was a money situation. I could have gotten a lot of money today. Oh, I thought you meant money is good. Like, money. And I didn't. And now I'm really regretting it. Literally, because I'm going out to the bar tonight. Stop. Don't be silly. It's a a hideout (laughs) row radio, 104.1. Roll out. Welcome back into the hideout row radio, 104.1. What is this song, like two, three years old? Maybe more. Ludicrous? I just remember my little brothers singing this, and they were like 10. Doesn't that drive you crazy? And like knowing every single word, my dad loving it too. It has to be, uh, it's uh, four years old, uh, four years ago in the summer. Really? Because, uh, or no, three years ago in the summer. Why do you say that? In the spring, actually, because we were listening to this all the time uh, uh, when we went to the spring break. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't you love how songs can remind you what you were doing? Yep. I just remember sitting in my dad's car... And my two little brothers in the back seat, maybe 11 and 9, just knowing, spitting out every single ludicrous, like... For some reason, every time we went to the bar, we just, like, every time we were pulled out of the uh, the uh, the hotel, we'd just be blasting this. You said Panama City? Yeah. How many years ago? Four three years ago? Three years ago? Three years ago. You uh, were still in Michigan. It'll be four years in uh, the spring. So I think I went five years ago to Panama City to spring break. Uh, maybe you boys made out in the bathroom stall and didn't know it. Probably oh, not. Oh, I know all of them. I take pictures. I hello to Broken on the MySpace, who, uh, but also Fu. He posted a picture in my comments of Brian Pepper saying, "Have a great weekend." Not interested. I don't care. Why don't you learn a little something about uh, what's going on and what's hip with the young crowd? Don't make me send an email. Um. All right. So I want a little congratulations. Care. Actually, he did. Uh. So I'm at. I'm pulling out some money. And I didn't realize how broke I am until I factored it in that you and I are going to New York to hang out with Ron and Fez. Mm-hmm. You're getting your tattoo, and uh, apparently I'm tagging along because... Uh, don't, don't feel bad about it. What? The only way it could go is if I bought your ticket, <laughs> which I didn't realize and I got suckered into. But regardless, uh, I don't have a lot... I'm just, like, don't have a lot of cash on me, you mm-hmm. know, right now, especially because of the chip coming up. A week from this Monday. So I'm rolling up to my uh, Bank of America ATM. I'm trying to stick in my ATM card, and it won't go in. I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then I see, would you like another transaction? Because I was waiting on the guy in front of me, and the guy in front of me was going back to his car. And so in all of about half a second, in my head, I'm thinking, this guy left his card in. (laughs) It's asking me if I want another transaction. You better hit yes. Do you I better hit, be taking this out tonight. Do I hit yes and quick, fast cash $200 and just have a blast tonight at Latitudes and have some extra spending money for Dubs and I in New York City? I hit no. I hit no. I got the ATM card out. If you were in front of the Jessica and the Ashley Simpson crowd right now, they'd be booing you. 
I got the card out, and I said, hey, sir, you forgot your card. And it was an older, it was a geriatric. It was an older dude. Nice, who have never known. They never know how much money they have in their account. And I just couldn't do it. I, I really just couldn't do it because I would have felt bad. And the guy was like, hey, this isn't the first time I would have left my card in there. And I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself, man, we would, could have been partying it up. And I'm so broke right now, it's like not even funny. You would have felt bad until we get a few drinks in us at over at uh, uh, Latitudes tonight after we leave uh, the show that we, you'd be laughing about it then. Old man money, buying me drinks. You know what you did? You just broke karma. This money that you could have gotten would have paid Dubs back for the last time he went to New York City and was robbed at an ATM. Yes. No, no, no. That would have been, uh, it would have evened out. The system would have been even. Now everything's all off. It's out of balance. Damn it. So I missed out on that. Mm -hmm. This old man, though, he needed his money. Why? He's going to be dead soon. You don't know that. Yeah, he will. And then some greedy bastard ch children of him, his, are going to get that money. He had one of those nice debit cards. Or his young too. wife. He had something going on. He could tell you had a lot of money. He was in a nice car. He probably left it there for you as a gift, and you, like a jerk, made him look bad. Yeah, Indian giver. Now, don't say Indian giver. That's Did you kick him in the nuts when you were done? No, I just gave him his card. <laughs> said, here you go, have a good day. I'm, remind me to never give you a present, you'll return it. Johnny, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What up, Johnny? Yeah, in all seriousness, I think that's a pretty commendable act because uh, I had a friend of mine tell me the other day that he sees the world now as get all you can get at any expense, and I told him that was ridiculous. To me, to me, that's an awful way to even want to go through your life, but just trying to hoard as much money as you can. I just figure at some point it'll come back nice to me, I would think. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate it, man. It doesn't. I've done so many good acts, and then it never pays me back. That's why I've given up on them. No, really? Yeah. That's, That's why I'd turn you in if you murdered someone. You'd turn me in just out of spite, just to laugh. I would turn you in if, uh, you know, if it was someone who looked totally not like you in the in the photo. I'd still say, I think uh, this guy did it. Son of a bitch. So if he would have done that, you would have drank on his tab all night, and the next day turned him in? Yeah. All right, apparently we have snack time next week. Oh, I could have yeah. used that money to pay for the snack time. We're so broke, and then we got to pay for a snack time what out of gonna, our own pockets for the company. What are we going to do for snack time? We're going to have uh, someone... Aren't we taking Thursday off? We're going to have <laughs> someone cater it. If you if your business would like to cater the Clear Channel snack time, call us. We'll give you plugs. I'm thinking we do the white men can't jump foods that start with the letter Q. I don't even know one. Quiche. A quince. I thought quiche was the K. No. Quesadilla? Yes. What is this? $10 for a clear channel Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, I think they're having some kind of yeah. Thanksgiving thing here, and you gotta you got to give them $10. No, I'm not going to... What? Yeah. You can get those emails? I usually delete anything that's from management. Mm -hmm. Unless it says food. Jake, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Jake? Uh, yeah, I just want to tell you guys, one time we pulled up to an ATM and uh, this green explorer was pulling away and the ATM card was sticking out. Mm -hmm. So we uh, we went ahead and snagged it and uh, for like four weeks we used this card, you know, gas and used it under the credit side and all kinds of stuff and uh, passed around between me and my boys and this thing just kept working. So we didn't know 
you know, we kind of, it, it was so ridiculous. We kind of got freaked out about, you know, why they were keeping it active. Maybe they were tailing us or something. So we ended up just uh, cutting it up and throwing it away. But I guess in the end, you guys did the right, you did the right thing. Yeah, because see, it felt awful. Like, they're going to bust me at the next location. Well, the, the thing is, they would look. Um, there's a camera on the front of all those ATMs. And they would have looked back and saw who did it. And you would have tried to use your ATM right afterwards. I mean, you have your picture and everything in that system, so. Josh, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Josh? Hey, I was going to tell you that uh, if once you say yes, I do want another transaction, it asks you for your PIN all over again. Oh, not, no, 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 not a, not a Bank of America, not the one that I use. It just says, if would you like another transaction? And then you, yeah. I hit yes, and you do another yeah, one. Walk, yeah, my Wachovia one, it doesn't either. So. What bank? Every, what every bank? single one I've used, it always said, uh, if you put yes, you want another transaction, it always says, uh, enter your PIN. Huh. No, I haven't had to do that. That's interesting, though. Thank you, Josh. No, I, I specifically knew because a lot of times I'll do check the balance. Mm-hmm. You have to do a balance inquiry, and then you have to... How sad is that, dude? At one point in my life, I'd like to be where I don't have to worry about breaking a damn 20 and going out and partying. And depend, depending on depending on eating uh, the carny food that um, Misfit Matt, who, by the way, is in the hideout tonight, yes. open door at 10 o'clock. Begging and hoping, hey, what what food are the uh, heretics bringing up so we can eat tonight? Even that's what I said to Chunks earlier. Hope the heretics bring up some food. I'm hungry. You think they ever set people up with the uh, ATM cards? I mean, it's, it's the perfect setup to see who's going to be a thief and just bust you. That'd be kind of underhanded, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'd be the one time you see opportunity and the one time. In that break entrapment, they can't do that, can they? Entrapment and baiting, I think, are two different things. To me, that sounds like entrapment. Entrapment's when they lie to you about something. And so, by the way, I've done some awful things in my life, but when I'm up at those pearly gates, I uh, I hope that when they're rewinding in my life and they go through some of the awful stuff, like me sitting in my room, punching the clown, to uh, barely legal uh, videos, at least this last moment earlier this afternoon, be like, all right, you know what? Maybe you're not so awful. You didn't steal. Well, I, I do that, but I also think I'm very awful because mine aren't even very legal porns. I mean, they're completely illegal. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Let's do the hideout headline game show. Let's actually do it on time for once. We've got some great prizes to give out. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. We have the Beer Fest tickets for two, Beer Fest 2005 at Universal CityWalk. And it's NBA Week on Wheel of Fortune. Uh, it brings you the NBA's greatest DVD collection. Also, too, a driveway basketball drills DVD and a sports uh, duffel bag. Plus, you'll be qualified to win the grand prize, a basketball autograph by stars of the WNBA, and two tickets to see the Orlando Magic. Wheel of Fortune NBA Week, uh, 730, WFTV, Channel 9. Call in now to be a winner. The funniest thing about NBA Week on Wheel of Fortune, all the words are misspelled. What is that? Don't worry about it. No, I'm going to worry about it. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. He's the trick. Are you sheep? Falling asleep on your feet. 
game show. Headline game show. Mo. No. Yeah. All right, no. light them up. Time to be a winner as we get caught up on the day's news headlines. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Five categories, world, national, local, sports, and entertainment news. You be a winner by dialing right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, um, it's multiple choice, true, false, or fill in the blank as we do this too. And um, it's just very quite simple. Let's go ahead and get the game started. Jonathan and Leesburg, first up in the hideout headline game show. Uh, which category would you like? World... National, local, sports, or entertainment? Let's go with entertainment. All right, here's entertainment news with Putin. Entertainment news tonight is multiple choice, sir. A British newspaper reporter... No, I'm sorry. A British newspaper reported that who became engaged in a shoving match with security guards at a reception for the opening of their new movie, Good Night and Good Luck. Was it A, Robert Downey Jr., B, George Clooney, C, Jeff Daniels, or D, David Strathern? Uh, Jeff Daniels. I'm sorry, you have no clue. It was actually George Clooney. All right, so 407 916 That opens up a phone line for you. I wonder what the shoving match was all about. Clooney seems really angry right now. Yeah, he's, uh... The funny thing is, I, I saw an interview with him. Then he swore off talking about politics. And then he just gets into more politics when he, right, as you said that. Dude, the, I do that at the end of every show. Mm. All right, we're just not going to talk politics again. And then I have to. Because it's so important. The funny thing is, it was like in the same breath that he did it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about politics anymore. It's just that George Bush is such an a-hole, blah, 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 you know? Good night and good luck, by the way, all uh, backed by Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks, one of the producers. Oh, really? So now I feel like i got to go see it. Actually, it doesn't look bad. No, it does look pretty good. I think it's about who, Edward R. Murrow and like the whole McCarthy-ism uh, thing. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what it's all about. I'll go see that. It looks like fun. And Jarhead 2 I wanted to go see, but then I heard he got awful reviews. That makes me want to see it more. You think so? For some reason, the ones that don't get the really great reviews, I like a little bit Are better. people even really ready about for movies uh, about the war in Iraq? Now, it's not this one. I think it's about the Gulf, uh, the previous one. Mm -hmm. But do you think people are ready for that? Is it a little too close to home? I think uh, people are ready for it. I mean, uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 did great, and that was basically about what was going on right at the time. Three Kings did well. I mean, that was a fantastic movie. Yeah, and that I was even earlier. I don't know if this counts. Black Hawk Down was real good. Yeah, I guess that's true. But that was that was about what happened in Somalia. That was from though. 1993. Yeah. All right. Maybe not. Or maybe because we're in the war right now. Yeah. Just anything with the Gulf region people are having some issues with. Ladies first in the hideout. We do the hideout headline game show. Let's go to Christy in Daytona. Hey, Christy. Hello. World, national, local, or sports? What would you like to go with? Mm, let's try local. All right, here's local news with uh, Michael Putin. Local news tonight is also multiple choice. A Northeast Florida high school principal blocked publication of the school newspaper because it contained an article about what? Was it A, homosexuality, B, drugs, C, the war in Iraq, or D, how to cheat on tests? Oh, God. I have no idea. Uh, how to cheat on tests. No, I'm sorry. You haven't a clue. That was actually supposed to be the joke answer choice. <laughs> but, no, it was actually homosexuality. The article was a, like an op-ed, and... Uh, 
It basically, the the thing, the, her title was uh, Homosexuality is Not a Choice, written by a senior at the high school, and the principal deemed it uh, too mature for the high school what? reading that's audience. The, that's the funny thing about uh, school. They want to uh, teach you and uh, make you, uh, you know, have you learn, but once you start learning things outside of what they're teaching, they totally cut you off. All right, who is this and book her for the show? Well, I'm this guy sounded pretty gay. I'm serious. She sounds brilliant. And, Mo. A, and ahead of her time. You calling me names? Not you. You don't know. I I'm know serious. about the article. Pass along the word to uh, Chunk, the executive producer. I want to talk to this high school chick. And about school stuff. Dubs will, I'm sure, have some other agenda. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Randy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What would you like to go with, world, national, or sports news? Uh, boy, uh, how about sports? All right, here's sports with Putin. Sports tonight is fill in the blank, sir. The Miami Heat will be missing what player for the next two to four weeks? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. That is correct, sir. He suffered a sprained ankle and uh, will be out for two to four weeks. Those legs can't handle that body anymore. I didn't see this, but apparently it was a pretty bad sprain. And, you're, and he's so big, too. I mean, yeah. he, those ankles have to be 100%. Yeah, he's just too big. And uh, if anything, like normal, like if you if you land on just a little bad, it's gonna something really bad is going to happen to it, unlike a smaller guy who is, will be able to uh, take that. Is there anything that hurts more than an ankle sprain, but oh. isn't quite as bad as it, as it feels? Because when you get an ankle sprain, you think it's the end of the world. I mean, you literally want to cry and roll around in pain, but then, you know, literally two weeks later, you're able to walk on it. It's not, but obviously, you've never smashed your thumb into anything, like uh, in the door or something. But see, that actually, like, all right, that's a good. One. And you know, the other thing too, son of a bitch, drives me crazy, is stubbing your toe on something. Yeah. You wanna, you wanna like, you just swing, you swing your fists around like you wanna fight something right then. You wanna punch yourself in your nose to take away the pain in your little toe because it hurts that bad. Arcan Brevard, you're in the hideout on World Radio. You want to go with uh, world or n- uh, national news? Let's go with world, but I was going to say, I don't know if you ever hurt your back real bad, but, man, that sucks. All right, yeah, you, the back the, is... Or the tailbone. There's something about the back when it'll clinch up on you that, yeah, you're right. That's a good one, too. All right, RK, here's... um. What did you go with, world? World, yes, sir. All right, here's Putin. All right, RK, tonight's world is multiple choice. Massimo Brutti, an Italian Democrat, claimed that he warned President Bush about what? Was it A, false intelligence concerning Iraq's weapons of mass destruction, B, the rising insurgency in Iraq, C, the coming of Hurricane Katrina, or D, that Laura was a real bitch? What the hell? Now, who was it again? Massimo Brutti, an Italian Democrat, a member of the Italian government. He's going to go with A. A, you know what the hell is going on, sir. Congratulations, RK. Hold on, buddy. You're a winner in the hideout. Oh, it's a D. Hideout headline game show. Just for the record, I think people need to realize that A is always the right answer, and D <laughs> is always his joke answer. Leave B and C out of it. What? I didn't even realize. Oh, you have a pattern? No. Actually, Drone's wrong. Surprise. He does not know what the hell is going on. All right, Jimmy, you're left with national news. Here's Putin. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here's Putin. National news is true and false, sir. The Senate yesterday rejected a plan to allow oil and gas drilling in the Arctic National Refuge. Is that true or is it false? That's false. 
That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. Congratulations. <laughs> You're a winner. Hold on, my friend. Take your choice of anything that's in there. All right, so what's going on? We're drilling now? Yeah, in the Arctic National Refuge. Nice. Wildlife place. Very nice place. Used to be. Uh, I'm looking forward to that oil. You're not going to get any of it. I know. Yeah, there's actually uh, not supposed to be that much there. So. But we're going to go ahead and go destroy the ecosystem. That's right. right. And we're not going to see any oil there for at least 10 years. So, well, in 10 years, I'm licking my chops. Like you'll be alive in 10 years with your mullet. I get rid of my mullet tonight. Mm, I don't know. I think we thought we're going to do it Monday. No, I'll, I'll shave it over the weekend. You're a party pooper. No, that's what chunks his car is. <laughs> By the way, speaking of the, speaking of the car, uh, the new car from Thurston's, how is that convertible BMW treating you? Uh... I, I don't think I can give it back. You can at some point you're gonna have. I don't to. You know, think either so. you give it back or, or it's gonna be taken away from you by the law. I drove with you today, and uh, we were going down uh, a street that's supposed to be 45. He's flying at 70 some. What are you doing? What? Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. No, you know, that's how you gotta roll in the Beamer, man. Nothing wrong with it. I didn't kill anybody or anything. Yeah. Nah. Well, you know. Do you think it happens? Do you think everyone that drives by chunks in that car either thinks stolen or like the maintenance man? <laughs> He's just going to get it washed. That it, yeah, that it's obviously not his. One of those transporters who's moving it for the old people from one city to another while they fly. <laughs> hey, I had right. a good time in it. Well, thank you. Top down. And by the way, you're uh, driving us down the latitude tonight in that car, so thank you very much for that as well. Uh. Uh, thank thank you, thank you, Thurston's. Yeah, Thurston, Thurston's Premier Shotgun? Auto Center. I called it. No, you can't. Go. No, you're not going. No asexuals allowed. And by the way, the Hideout Headline Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. You save 50 to 70 percent off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, only place to shop for awesome furniture at ridiculous prices. Stop and see for yourself, and we mean it. Go stop by, and you're gonna really dig it. 436 in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club. Um, in fact. Wholesale Furniture Market is giving us a television and also to the Lane overstuffed uh, recliner that we are giving away. Pictures of me modeling it on uh, realradio.fm uh, on the website. So check it out. That is on Monday at the live broadcast at Buffalo Wild Wings. We take a quick break. We come back. Uh, Misfit Matt's here. Uh, brought us some carny food. Thank mm-hmm. you to him. Our, uh, one of our favorite heretics. In fact, he's not going to be able to make it to the live broadcast. He sent me a message on MySpace, and he goes, "What's your problem?" He's got school, and I don't mind. If, I don't mind if the heretics miss. The only way you can miss, and I'll be okay with it, is if you're going to get, educate yourself. So I'm cool with that. Because hey, do you mind if Lester grabs me uh, an extra T-shirt, the third edition Be Somebody T-shirts? I said, "Of course." You're Misfit Matt, hideout heretic. You obviously get an extra T-shirt, so he's going to get one of those. And do we want to make the announcement or wait until the, everyone gets here? Or do we even announce it about the other special thing we have for the heretics? I say when everybody gets here, we tell them. All right, we'll do that, too. And this isn't even the big announcement I wanted to make. Uh, yeah, this, is just, this is just a different little one. Yeah. But it's another way to get you guys to uh, feel like you're more, uh, well, you know, part of the show, that whole fun thing. All right, let's take a break. Oh, and uh, Miss Melinda is here. And uh, she's here to uh, plug a show that she's doing. Uh, a play, Once Upon a Mattress. Why is every player in some kind of porn type thing? When she's also here to show us her boobs. When all the heretics get here. And she's got <laughs> and she's got a friend here as well. 
Is she showing boobs as well? Yes. So, and, and what they're going to do... <laughs> you seen the look she gave you. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm used to that look, and I liked it. And what they're going to do is see who can produce the most milk. That'll happen next. Oh. <laughs> we'll take a break, and we'll come drink. back. It's a hideout real radio, 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, open door policy from 10 to 11. Then we head down to Latitudes and hang out with Russ from the Monsters in the Morning, who's having a great time tonight. Uh, we're going to take a couple phone calls here, some people waiting patiently on hold, Dubs. But I want, in the meantime, I want you to think about this. Who's the greatest sports entertainer of all time? Okay. Just uh, And then, even if you want to call in, you throw your thoughts. The greatest sports entertainer of all time, who is it? 407-916-1041, Chunks' dad here in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Pops? The greatest sports entertainer of all time has to be Howard Cosell. Huh. Uh, I tell you, back in the day when Chunks was a child, we used to throw him like a football because he was round and leathery. <laughs> now and the time has come for sports to name their man of the year. And it's me. Um... Are you uh, you coming down tonight? I would love to. Are you coming up to the open door policy? I need to be invited, sir. Right. Like a vampire. All right, Chunks' <laughs> Chunks's dad, you are officially you are officially invited to the open door policy. No <laughs> way. <laughs> you Dude, I'm in I'm in there like swimwear. All right, nice. <laughs> Get to see Chunks' pops again. What's wrong? You're the executive producer. You're not the radio bottom anymore. Why could you, why you look afraid? I'm not afraid. I just pops and I don't really get along well. Corporal punishment. Yeah. Nightmare Dave. Hey, what's up, guys? What up, dude? All right, I just have to throw in one last uh, objection to uh, J Dub's. Uh, it's it's like making the bet was between you and me, and I'd really love to be there to see the hair. It's falling on deaf ears. Yeah, he he. Yeah, I know it is, but it's like you know the other heretics are getting to reap the rewards of my bet. Well, know? well, we're gonna we're gonna we'll put the pictures on realradio.fm, and I understand now, Dubs. You really you've worn the mullet all week. You yes. don't think you could go no. another couple of no. Seriously, it's starting to get to me. Why is it getting to you, Dubs? Why? What is it about the haircut? I, my my trigger finger is itching. You know, I just need to do Why something. Why be racist? With it. Is that part Trigger. of it too? The racism? Trigger. Yeah, and uh, I, I, as you've noticed, uh, the last couple of days I've been more racist. I have a rebel flag hanging in the back of my van now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, and I just bought a gun rack. <laughs> All right, I'm that's really it. scared. I think it is time to cut it. Unfortunately, Nightmare Dave, I do. Alrighty. I'm I sorry. Just, I just and to prove more, more, I've been talking '80s wrestling. For uh, uh, quite a while over here with uh, Misfit Matt. With Misfit well, Matt. That ain't a bad thing. That's a good thing, though. Uh, that's mm, mullet. That's a mullet. I, I, on that uh, 80s wrestling DVD I have, the whole crowd's mullets. Oh, no. All right, thank you, Nightmare David. I'm sorry, buddy. Now, you're also losing a few of your teeth and looking at your cousins like, hey, I wouldn't mind hitting that. That happened before the mullet. That was, again, just growing up in Fowlerville. Mm. 407-916-1041. Oddly enough, the cousin's name is Matt and Jeff, so it's What? 888-978-1041. All right, greatest sports entertainer of all time. Who is it? Well, if you're going to go by what the popular opinion is, that's me, Muhammad Ali. Uh, but my favorite of all time, and this probably would make no one's list, is the people's champ, 
Hulk Hogan. No. Freddie Mitchell. Last year for the Eagles. <laughs> where he would walk around with a belt just because he caught a touchdown. He would go into the uh, into the uh, uh, press conference thanking his hands. Not thanking the quarterback. I'd just like to thank my hands for uh, blessing me with uh, a touchdown today. What about you, Deuce Childerone? Best uh, sports entertainer of all time. You know, I'm, I'm actually thinking Mike Tyson. Wow. Mike Tyson's not bad. Well, because he was great to watch in the ring because he was such an explosive fighter, but his interviews were even better. Oh, yeah. He I was a nut job. Like, I don't remember who it was he was fighting. We were like, yeah, um, whoever it was claims he tried to break his arm. Yeah, that is correct. I mean, he just came out with these bizarre... And I want to eat your children. And then the whole thing of wanting to, like, rape you or I will yeah. rape you or whatever. I mean, he was good often. The funny thing about Mike Tyson is I think he's innocent on the rape charges. Because now he says he wishes he had done it, so he would have gone to jail for something he would have done. Right, that sounds like an innocent man to me. Jay in Atlanta, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you think, dude? You talking to me? Talking to you. Uh, first, I was thinking Tony Hawk. Ooh. Then I was thinking Jordan. I got to go with Tyson. Mike Tyson. All right, the going with Deuce along with Tyson. Jordan is another one, too, that I think will be right up yeah. there. Um, Tony Hawk is one that probably, um, to a whole like generation, is absolutely one of the greatest sports entertainers. Jordan on the court was explosive and very entertaining, but I think it takes the off-court thing more than just doing commercials to make it the most entertaining. My favorite basketball player, Charles Barkley, because he was great on the court. He had the mouth to go along with it. But he that. was even better. I mean, even I watched that TNT um, Thursday night show after the basketball mm-hmm. Because it's a train wreck, thanks to him. Yeah, he, he doesn't give a damn. He's uh he's like us, the disc jockeys who don't care. He's farting around there on television. You know what I mean? He's like, they're going to fire me. I'm Barkley. And if they do, so what? I'll go be governor of Alabama. If you're talking basketball, you can't let the worm go unmentioned. Sports entertainer. Yeah, he's pretty good. Rodman's definitely yeah, up he's there. A, he's up there because I don't know if he's like, you know, like I, I, I've never known him to be that vocal, like really like funny vocal and everything, but he always does the most off-the-wall things. Now, what do you think? Like maybe like an Earnhardt. Good movies, too. Earnhardt, uh, I would say not enough off-the-track things going on for him. Well, you, the first one you mentioned, the reason I bring it up, Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the news about him? No. Uh, they say he has months to live. Oh, no. Yeah. They're saying he can no longer talk and is shutting himself away from those closest mm. to him. That one actually makes me sad. I Yeah, it's going to be... Usually I'd be hitting the laugh track, track right now. Right. But not for Muhammad Ali. I'll uh, spare him that. Because here's why I think he was the greatest sports entertainer of all time. He was badass. Yeah. I mean, he... Untouchable. Oh, and I wasn't alive during his thing, but just like everything that I've seen and watching the old fights. If you sit down and watch ESPN Classic, they always show his old fights, and he was just phenomenal. And he is just, he was he was great in that way, and then, like Barkley, he had a whole nother aspect that went to it, and so you couple the, you know, actual doing the sport with the ability to entertain outside, mm-hmm. and I think he is the greatest sports entertainer of all time. Now, this is one I'm, uh, I am I have no knowledge in, so I want to get your opinion on it. Best baseball entertainer. Let me think about that one. Yeah, do sure. Back to Muhammad Ali, one thing that he does different that no one does today is he'd let guys sit there and punch him. He could take a punch because mm-hmm. he'd want to wear the guys out. 
I that mean, was the whole rope dope thing. Yeah. Um, but, versus Foreman, where he literally that was his that was his thing to take a beating to make Foreman tired. And then he would unleash. And then he would go get him. Greatest sports entertainer of all time. You know what? I don't think baseball has one. I think maybe the most exciting player in baseball right now is Dontrell Willis of the Marlins. I think maybe of all time you have to pick like a Babe Ruth or something, someone who calls their shots or someone who's cocky. See, and that's the thing about baseball, though. You're not allowed to be cocky in the sport. Yeah. They'll throw 100-mile-per-hour fastballs at your shoulders and head. And I, I, guess, I guess the only people that can be cocky are maybe pitchers who aren't like really batters. You know, relief or something. All right, we're going to take a break. Yeah, now I think about it. Baseball's completely missing that aspect of just a weirdo. There were a couple of guys like a Turk Wendell who had these weird things about he'd always like eat licorice while he was pitching and he wouldn't step on the chalk, but he was more eccentric and he wasn't like great. I think when people look back into this uh, time, uh, it's going to be Terrell Owens, one of the best. Terrell Owens is a great sports entertainer. I mean, a guy who uh, gets kicked out of practice, so he does he's answering questions while he's doing sit-ups. Uh, out in his front yard. That's somebody I wish I could be. Terrell, yeah, Terrell Owens is a good one. All right, 407-916-1041, Travis and Lake Mary, what do you think? Hey, the best baseball entertainer as far as entertainment value ever was John Rocker, man. He could give us lots of entertainment value. Uh, you know what? John Rocker is a guy who he, you knew there was always something going on. How about Daryl Strawberry? Uh, take a break and come back, and Dostro has one for us, too. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. This reminds me of a church summer camp. Not me. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, 407 Hanging out on a Friday night, having a good time. Miss Melinda's here with her friend. Aileen. They're going to get uh, naked and... Uh, Aileen, piece of ass. Put them up against the, uh, the glass. Mm-hmm. Right now, though, um, I'm just greatest sports entertainer of all time. Now, Matt Albert says Dexter Manley was great fun. Try to get him to read his contract and you'll laugh for days. Dexter Manley, for those of you who don't remember, was illiterate. <laughs> I totally forgot about that guy. All right. He says Allen Iverson because he goes all out and he's the smallest guy on the court, but will fight anyone for the ball. You know, he, he's entertaining and uh, he's vocal and he's still likable. Here's the thing. I think he's boring off the court. Really? Yeah. Ron Artest. He's not as good basketball-wise, but he's crazy. Oh, yeah. He's a tough guy. You need Those someone, tough guys are usually the... Uh... You need someone like Ali who was great, or at least very, very good at the sport, and then can match it off the court. The funny thing is, uh, he was great in the ring, and if he wasn't so great in the ring, everybody would have hated him. A lot of people for... hated him regardless. Yeah. Yeah, douche chill. I've got one for you. Someone who offered something that no one else in, in the sport did. What about McEnroe playing tennis? Yelling at the uh, judge. McEnroe, definitely. I think John McEnroe is a very good one. That's the next best one to me uh, since, whatchamacallit. If Tiger Woods wasn't such a bore off the uh, off the, uh, the golf course, I mean, he can't even do an interesting straight interview. Ramen Noodle in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, dude? Hey, uh, nobody happened to mention... Uh... Classic wrestling. Uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair, seeing as Dubs has the uh, the uh, mullet on, it might as well fit. Yeah, 
Uh, Ric Flair, definitely. The Nature Boy? Uh, the Nature Boy, definitely. Oh, yeah. It. All right, now, but, now Roddy Roddy Piper, I would say, better showman. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Ric Flair? I, I'd, I'd have to say for the long run, I'd have to say that Ric Flair was the best. All right, what about a Hulk Hogan, then? No. Hulk Hogan, uh, he was very popular. Is he hack? He's very hack. He doesn't really, he, uh, never really original on the mic and definitely not original in the ring. The, the, uh, matches were so generic. All right. Thank you, Ramen Noodle. Appreciate that. 407-916-1041. Deuce Chill. Can you really compare, not to take anything away from the wrestlers, but can you really compare them to the other sports? Yes. You know, yeah. But wrestling is geared where they're based off their personalities and nothing else. They're based off their personalities, but the, the stuff they do in the ring is innovative. If you can do something innovative in the ring and be innovative on a mic, I think that makes it What about it. The Rock? The Rock, definitely one of the best. Uh, he had he He seemed to have a mixture of both. He was a little born in the ring as well. But he uh, made up for it a lot with charisma. I think it goes a long way. Mark and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, dude? Mark. Yeah. You know, the greatest sports entertainer has got to be Wayne Gretzky. Here's the thing. He's the greatest hockey player of all time, but he's not very yeah, off, fun off the ice. Yeah. That's like saying Montana, you know? Yeah, Montana, Ma- great on the field, but, you know. Off the air, or, you know, I mean, like, not off the air, but, you know, outside of the the, the actual sport. I don't think there's so much. I, like, I wouldn't want to sit down and have a conversation with him. I mean, maybe because it's Gretzky in Montana, but I'd rather hang out with Barkley and The Rock and McEnroe. Yeah. Um, Matt and Winter Haven, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What up, dude? Hey, how you guys doing today? What you got? Uh, well, first, I want to get back to the Ali thing. I remember you, you guys seem younger. I'm uh, going to turn 40 in a couple days. Congrats. But uh, well, thank you very much. But Ali, you know, the one thing I was afraid of when I was a kid was Foreman was going to kick his ass. Is oh, that, can I, can is I that, say that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was, you were afraid of that, though? Well, I just, I was an Ali, uh, you know, lover. And, and I saw Foreman. I was probably, what, five, six? Yeah. No, oh. Was that Rumble in the Jungle? It, yes, and mm-hmm. I was just terrified because i saw foreman on the tv and he just looked like he was going to kill him and he was a man like that he was a killer at the time yeah it's so funny uh, to look at uh foreman now and uh like see him back then and see how yeah. just vicious he used to be yeah and yeah uh, and, and then he's, now he's just the big cuddly uh george foreman in his exactly, grill exactly exactly <laughs> i was shocked when i was you know 32 to see foreman come back out and you're like what's this big fatso doing <laughs> thank you matt appreciate it bro Hmm. All right, ladies first in the hideout. Tracy in Winter Springs. What do you got, Tracy? Hey, guys. Yo. I just want to say congratulations to Chunks. Oh, yeah, congratulations to yeah, Chunks. Congratulations. No, no longer radio uh, bottom. And um, one of my favorites is uh, Broadway Joe. Uh, Joe Namath? Joe Namath would uh, would definitely qualify as so one of the best. Hitting on the chicks. Yeah, you know, and that's so great. <laughs> still is. Still, uh, still on the side, like, drunk, hitting on chicks. You kiss me, Susie. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you, Tracy. That's a good one. Jonathan and Leesburg, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I'd have to say Bo Jackson. Anybody that could do it in two sports and you know, pull it off and still be that arrogant off if, the field. If he would have made it last a little longer, if he didn't have that hip problem. You know what? I and, uh, I don't know what was going on with your phone there. Bo Jackson is a great one. I wish it would have lasted longer than he definitely would have. Uh... It really sucked, too. Would have. He, he was so good at baseball. I mean, he was so good at football. Too. He, he was great at football, but he was like, I remember the home run he hit in that All Star game. It was like 450 feet to dead center field. 
I mean, just a blast. And you know what, too? Remember we were talking about Dante Culpepper mm-hmm. blowing out like everything in his right knee, essentially, but he'll be back next year? Do yeah. you think if Bo Jackson... Actually, I've, I've heard uh, people, uh, doctors talk about this. Bo Jackson probably would have been able to make it back on the field. If it was just, if it was 10 years later. Yep. Cause what did the, didn't Priest Holmes have the same injury mm-hmm. that Bo Jackson got? And he's back in the league, and he's doing great. <sighs> Dude, we really missed out Bo. And remember the the commercials? I still have the uh, Topps trading card of uh, him wearing the shoulder pads with the baseball uh, bat. Uh, I have that one, too. Mm-hmm. I have that one, too. God, I need to find my baseball cards. It's in my mom's place. If Bo Jackson's up there, what about Neon Dion playing two sports? All right, why are you taking Cole from Daytona? Cole, you were going to say hey, Deion Sanders? Yeah, I was going to say Deion Sanders, but you already said it. But, um, no, I didn't. What about Will Chamberlain, the guy who nailed 20,000 women? Uh, you know, points like it was going out of style. You know, Wilt Chamberlain was a very good. Uh, I didn't. I haven't seen a lot of interviews with Wilt. That's the only thing like in his day. Yeah. But he seems like he had the charisma to go with the game because he definitely had the game. I do like Deion Sanders as a pick, though. You know, uh, Deion Sanders Claus when he was doing the Christmas thing. Here's the thing about Deion Sanders: tries too hard. It's like he, the whole hammer too legit. <laughs> like that whole thing, it was like, man, it's just over the top right now. It's just you're trying too hard. Muhammad Ali, it was yes, natural. He was trying, but that was him. Charles Barkley, that's him. Yeah, it does look like Dion like just knew what to like uh, what people wanted from him and he pushed the issue. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Dingleberry Stew in the Hideout. What up, dude? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm glad somebody did say Bo Jackson, man. That was definitely one of my heroes as a kid growing up. Uh. Um, but I was going to say, Ricky Henderson was a great entertainer on the field. and I mean, stealing bases, you didn't know what he was going to, you didn't know when he was going. Here was the great thing about Ricky Henderson. He was stealing bases and he was pompous. Yeah, and, always speaking to himself. And then the thing, too, he was one of the original guys who would do, when there was a pop-up in the outfield, he'd catch the ball with his glove and then snap it down to his leg, like a real showboating type of thing. Didn't, didn't he just uh, uh, quit, too? Yeah, like uh, he been, was in the minors for, and that's something to be said about the guy too. He just wanted to play. He loves he was, the game. He was very, very cocky, but still had a very huge respect for the game and loved to play it. Well, I got to say this: it does sadden me to hear that we only have months uh, to go with uh, yeah. Muhammad Ali, and in fact, he lives like in Michigan. Oh, does he? Yeah, remember he lives like near Jackson, Jackson, Michigan, up there where Arnold's stumping around in Lansing. Wow, him and. Uh, Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Deadly Tedley. But, um... Uncle Ted. What a combination of the two of those cats. I know. Like, the extreme opposites. Now, if you were talking about just uh, greatest uh, mouths, I would think uh, Ted Nugent would rank up there. He he always has something to say. I hate that son of a bitch. Mr. Delicious here in the hideout. What do you got, dude? Dude, Billy Martin, manager for the Yankees. Right, Billy Martin was uh, definitely very entertaining. And uh, uh, apparently, the Yankees just got um, Larry Boa to to do to be their third base coach. Yeah. And people yeah. are saying that's going to be the next uh, version of Billy Martin. So that could be a lot of fun. All right, let's take a break. I love talking sports. You you think you'll cry when uh if Mah- when Muhammad Ali dies? I won't cry, but it's definitely a sad thing. For some reason, I think. I don't know. For some reason, I think I will. I don't I think know why. Like you expect it's gonna happen. There's but, a lot of people. Though, but they're gonna sh- they're gonna show. I almost cry now looking at them with the Parkinsons. And you just think, man. And that's the other thing you gotta think about it really too. Really shakes you up. Oh come on. Come do it. Come on. Shock jock. Jesus. 
<laughs> Mitch Matt over there giggling, <laughs> just loving that joke. How about this? Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight definitely is a very good sports entertainer because he's good at what he does. Texas Tech, guns up, go Red Raiders. And he's a maniac. I think him being a maniac has uh, escalated his role on a team too. He would he he wouldn't have uh, been well, brought he's got, back. He's got he... what one championship, maybe yeah. two. But yet he's considered one of the greatest, and it's because he's so crazy and he's out there. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. The funny thing is I can't think of a uh, football coach who has ever like been a maniac like that. Buddy Ryan. You got me. I love Buddy Ryan. He's getting in fights. Mm-hmm. And doing, you know, literally getting in fights on the sideline with his own people. Buddy Ryan was a great one for that. All right, we got to take a break. Hey, do you know what um, a straight thugging party is? I have no idea. It doesn't, it doesn't sound straight, though. All right, first of all, Ma, Ma, Marv Albert. Yes. <laughs> yes, an emphatic yes. Good evening, gentlemen. How's it going, Marv? Oh, fantastic. I'd like to place my vote for the greatest sportsman of all time. Who's that? Ozzy Smith. No, I, I, lo- I used to love to see him come out of that dugout and do his backflips and uh, by far stretched like a like a town cat when he'd reach for the ball. <laughs> All right, thank you, Marv. Like a town cat. All right, let's take a break. Very gay way of. Uh... How about Larry Michael? Larry Michael. Larry, Michael? Larry yes. Bird. It's a hideout. No, please, he's so boring. Oh, well, he's gotten a little more exciting lately with his interviews. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout. Open door policy here in about 5, 10 minutes. Come on in. 407-916-1041. And then we head down to uh, Latitudes for uh, the after party for the Hideout. Russ, Monsters in the Morning, going to be out there. We'll do our after party out at Latitudes and have a great time. Um, At the Florida Tech College Players, they're presenting... Once Upon a Mattress, uh, next weekend and the weekend after. And you can get the info at cp.fit.edu. So F-I-T. So cp.fit.edu. And our uh, lovely hair chick, Miss Melinda, is in that show. Now, is this the big show that you were uh, you wanted the audition so bad? Yeah, and it you're is. In it? And I wound up not getting the part that I wanted. Instead, I got a part that I've already played before, but it's the only evil character in the show. So anybody out there, if you're wondering exactly what I can do talent-wise, this is the one to come so, see because I'm amazing. So uh, you already knew like all the lines and everything, so it's going to be pretty easy for you. You didn't have to... Bas- well, no, there were some like problems remembering, and yeah, the but... same lines I forgot like last time, I'm forgetting this time, but all whatever. Right. We'll put a link up on the website, realradio.fm. Now take your shirt off. <laughs> and friend. Yeah, is your friend. She won't. She, she won't, won't even talk. And the link's not going up. <laughs> Who are you to say? <laughs> Just let me do my thing here, have I? No. Do you really want to do that to your friend? The last time you drove people off. So, yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead and take it off. Oh, you do look great with the black hair. It's you. dark. It's dark in here, so I hadn't seen it. I did it just for the part. Nice. All right, take it off. What size are you again? 36D. No offense, I'm not going to look because your friend's not doing anything. Just going to stare okay. straight ahead. Is that your way of... Go ahead. Take just, it off, sweetie. Just sweet. give it time, F.A. <laughs> I don't want everyone you with. Yay. Yes. 
Now, do you? Th- yeah, everybody stand. Thank you. We, we would stand, but having problems doing that. Now, do you think that your friend would um, touch them? No. Now that I'll watch. No, 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 no. Just poke at them. How about the? And make <laughs> that a, she do. And make how a make a. How about sound. how about we give you a pen and you just poke them? Just poke. That's all you gotta do is just poke her. You're not even touching her. You do it with my pen. Deuce Joe, go give her the pen. I want to hear this. I've got. You think about it. Hear it? Yeah. All right, now she's. Gonna, all right, Chunks is gonna come in there and try to mic it. Oh, great. <laughs> Put it right next to it. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And she's. Yeah. Come on, you, we can do a, a sexier version than that. No, that's okay. One more time, but don't don't flop it up and down. <laughs> Just poke it. Just use your finger. Yeah, use your, use your tongue. Like sign your name on him. She's yeah, doing that so not hot. Hey, can I sign them? No. Why not? Because my husband's not here, and I think he'd be a little upset. We aren't touching that. I'll even hold it up with the pin and sign it. I won't even touch it. No, no, no. Come on. There's certain lines that can't be crossed. What's like using you like you're a piece of paper? Basically, it's like it's a piece of paper. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, uh, last time your, when you uh, smacked my ass and I got home and I had that bruise, he was uh, real happy about that one. How about one. cleavage? How about I draw something in between and cleavage? Oh, well, that's fine, because that's cleavage. All right, come on over. <laughs> Give me a marker. Huh. Draw hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, what do, what do I draw now? Oh, no, 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 no. What? It's just a Sharpie. That's the only thing that'll draw. It's just cleavage. Come here. I don't know. Can I tell you something I funny? Actually, I'll tell you. No. <laughs> You'll be fine. It'll wash off. Did you see that? No. I don't know which one it was. One of your perverts in there <laughs> just peeked his head through the door. One of the heretics peeked what? his head from the green room. Yeah, right. Miss. Yeah, of course it. All right, give me that pin back then. Let me have the pin over there. Have your friend come over. All right, she's hot too. Yeah, what, can, what's her convince situation? your friend. What's her situation? She's from Boston. I don't Boston? Yes, you do. They're yeah. fine. All right, so I can draw it in the cleavage? Yes. All right, Dubs, I'm drawing little hairs. <laughs> Which really doesn't work. I, I'm telling you, that's why I got to do I'm the Sharpie. I'm not doing a Sharpie. I'm not going to have hair all over my face. How about in your belly button? <laughs> How about I just draw some little hair in the belly fine. button? Uh, belly button's draw a happy trail. All right, hold on. You can't my... see it it's with my costume. That's the important thing. All right, hold on. Actually, undo your pants, and I'll draw like I'll draw in like you have hair down there to match. Because yeah. you have black hair. Yeah. All right, just undo your pants. No, Come on. All right, just pull them down a little bit. Hey, no need to draw anything. Yeah, I know. There's a little hair down there. Yeah, I get lazy sometimes. And now there's a little more all the way up there. And all the way <laughs> <laughs> And now I just did it all the way in the stomach. Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. Can I sign your back? No. What the hell? You've, you've become a prude. Yeah, when did you become a prude? I remember the old Miss Melinda would come well, in no, here and do anything. It's, it, it's her friend, you know. Listen, when you're not here, you can I'm see what she's doing. I performing in, like, you know, four days and what but, my costume looks like. By the way, uh, you can uh, get tickets. Can you get tickets at the website? Uh, No, but it has the uh, the phone number All right. on there. cp.fit.edu. Right. And it's Once Upon a Mattress. For more info, call 321 674 8767. She's actually a really talented actress, Ms. Melinda. Thank you. Is your friend acting too over there? No. You I don't want know. any signing or autographs or anything? <laughs> and guys, happy look, trail. Put it back on now. Look, come right, on, just, on, just before you do it. Hold up, before you do it. Are you getting nude in this at all? No. 
All right, so how about you let me just like do a little outline no. of the booby? No. You're, Remember, husband married lines. Dude doesn't no. care. News for Jack you. Jack likes no the one, hideout. Yeah, no one, well. Jack loves us. He, and he does. does. say hello. Well, then I want to say hello back by writing it on your yes, book. He'll... You can write hi, Jack, if okay. you want. <laughs> or Jack something. All right, which one can I write on? Which one do you which, think? Which one is his favorite one? All right, it's so funny because it actually does look like hair. My costume goes to here. So. All right, so underneath. Just pull them up. All right, hold on. Why don't you so hold? You can, so you can yeah. show them to him like it's a Mad Magazine. Perfect. <laughs> Draw eyes instead, Hefe. Hi. Dork. Jack. No, right, dork. <laughs> no. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, I, I threw in an off underneath the jack. <laughs> so, sorry about that. I like that. We gotta get into that more often. It's now your friend's turn. Come on up, we'll sign him. She won't. She won't even talk, and she has the cutest Boston accent you'll ever hear, and she won't even. Just, talk. just say a few things into the mic. Here's the thing. Chunks is a huge Boston Red Sox fan. So just I hate say, the Red Sox. Just say go, go, Bo Sox, in your Boston accent. You can't have a Boston accent when you say that, though. Go, Bo Sox. I uh, you hear it a little bit. <laughs> That always sucks. If I talk fast, it comes out a lot. There, wow. Yeah. Who cares? No talk at all. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break and come back. Open door policy. You're all marked up, Melinda. That's not sexy. You know what she looks doing? like? It she... won't be seen with the shirt on, and I'll go back to being sexy. Her, her husband's going to see her and think she went to the plastic surgery to go get like yeah. all this, you know. All right, Doc, what's wrong with me? All right, Dubs, we'll take a break, come back. Do uh, All right, say this. Harvard Yard, park the car. Well, if you're going to tell me to say it, you have, it's park the car and have it yet. It's not have it yet, park the car. It's I, park the car and have it yet. He's the one who said it over there. I love accents. Accents are the coolest thing to me. Mm-hmm. They, it's very odd. What's the sexiest accent? I'll tell you, it's not Canadian. I think British. Portuguese. Something about, or maybe even a, a chick with an Italian accent. I say, bo- I say British is hotter. Than Italian? Yeah. Maybe Boston. Boston. No, never. And your clam chowder sucks, by the way. What do you? <laughs> it's true. Everyone knows Manhattan's better. But the cream pies. You're from awesome. upstate. You don't even know. You're from upstate. You're closer no. to Boston than you are to New York City. All right, we gotta take <laughs> a break. All right, thank you, uh, Miss Melinda. And again, once upon a mattress, three two one six seven four eighty seven sixty seven. The Florida Tech College players present it. Cp.fit.edu. The locals are getting restless in the back. I can hear them. All right, let's take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alhefe and J-Dub's hanging out. I'm rocking the mullet. Ready to get it cut. I'm done with it. Why, Dubs? I think it's a great look for you. I'm just getting that itch, you know? What, um... Uh, you, uh... I'm tired of my neck being so warm. Here's the thing about it. Dubs... Ooh, we'll turn the lights down. It's not... I don't like having all these lights up. Yeah, there we All the way. All the way. All the way. There we go. Now it's a lot better. Um... The thing about the, uh... Alright, so... Dubs made a bet. He insists on betting on his Lions. In fact, a week from this Monday, going up to New York uh, to pay off the bet with Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez show. On You'll XM be tagging along. Too. 
Yeah, I'll be tagging along apparently because I bought the tickets. And you are uh, getting the tattoo of Bucko Bruce on your ass because your Lions lost. And I believe there will be a member in the uh, Bucko Bruce mouth. Um, an actual member. Yeah. Now, um, with that being said, you decided to go ahead and bet on your Lions again mm-hmm. uh, versus the Bears this well, last weekend. I won one. Give me credit for the one I did win. I bet on the Browns. I bet against the Browns, and uh, I won a Barry Sanders rookie card out of it. Well, you could bet every week on the Lions, and you're going to win probably only five out of the 16 weeks. That's five great weeks. That's it. So now you knew you were going to have to get your head shaved. Mm-hmm. So you cut a mullet. Yeah. Why? I figured for Halloween it'd be a funny thing, and you know I've, I've, I haven't had a mullet since I was 12. Uh, what is the consi- Let me ask. Ms. I actually have a great uh, a great uh, home video somewhere of me fishing with a mullet, catching a bluegill, taking it home, cleaning it with the mullet. And when, once we're done cleaning it, we chopped the head off the fish, and the fish was still moving. So we put a cigarette in the fish's mouth, and you can see the smoke puffing out the back. It's classy. It's yeah. really, really classy. That would be a great video to put on realradio.fm. If we had it. Um, Somewhere. Miss Melinda, what do you think of the mullet for uh, J-Dubs? You've seen him in many different looks. He's got it shaved on the side. He really has it flying in the back. Mm-hmm. What do you think? He looks like all of the bad tippers I have at all my tables. I know, you know, with this haircut, I've tipped less lately. <laughs> Do you really feel like the mullet is becoming like, I, part of you? I think it's uh, taking over me. But it's hot. Is it really? No. Okay, no. <laughs> of course not. Uh, I'm trying to look around and see if anyone else has a mullet here. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, douche chill. Do you think anyone even looks twice when they see dubs with it? Like, certain people, you'd be like, oh, gosh, that looks horrible. With him, it kind of fits him. It, here's what's odd. Dubs all week has worn, like, holy T-shirts. Yeah, I've, I've really lived the lifestyle lately. That isn't freeing to you going back to your roots? I, I was wearing a Def Leppard T-shirt the other day, and that's not a joke. I still have one. Um, I, I'm really pissed off I, have, I don't have my poison shirt anymore. All right, that would have been really cool. So you're ready to shave your head? Yes. And be skinhead boy? Mm-hmm. Right, oi, 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 oi. Who do you want to shave your head? Do you want one of the heretics to do it? No, I'll have Tommy Bateman do it. Uh, Tommy Bateman has to run the talk no, and roll. Tommy control. Bateman's doing it. I got a suggestion. Who? And I'm just gonna throw it out there, and I think it'll be okay. I think SFG should shave your head. No. He shaves would, his head. I'm good at it. I shave my own head. He shaves his own head. I would rather have Muhammad Ali in his state be shaved my head. All right, so you'd rather have? Oh, come on. That's not nice. Digging in and. Chuck Jock. Yeah, exactly. All right, let me go around. Maybe one of the ladies shaves your head. Topless? I'd like. How about this? How about I shave your head? What do you think? Well, someone has to be on the mic. Because I think we're, I think we're gonna sit right in the uh, right in, in the doorway right there. In the other room? Yeah, in the doorway. So I'm still in the room, but so we don't have a vacuum messed clean up where you can just sweep it up. Is this the worst haircut you've ever had? Yes. Actually, I had this with laser lines as a kid too. Laser lines? Oh, yeah. Did you put them in your eyebrows, too? No. No, nothing in the eyebrows. Wait. Lightning bolts, too, one time. <laughs> that, all right. So why don't we do all of that? Let's give you a mohawk. before. Okay. We, we can do whatever we want before we uh, before we do it. I had one friend that had just, like, the side shaved and, like, uh, you know, a comb over on the other side. I thought that was really good. Like gay. that skater look? Yeah. Isn't that called a poo? Mo. 
That's what it's called. Is that what you're into? Scat boy? <laughs> Wookie X and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout. What up, dude? Hey, what's going on, guys? What up? Hey, I've got a proposition for you, Dubs. Okay. I'm graduating paramedic school next month, and mm-hmm. right after, I want to shave my head. So what about if I come down to the station, I'll shave yours, and you shave mine? How about this? You guys, you can make it down here. Yeah, you guys can do a whole thing together, a really gay thing of <laughs> shave my head, shave your head. And then we'll move to the... Now, uh, what other haircuts do you want to do? Do you want to... Uh, I had a friend who uh, just shaved nothing but uh, his handprint in it and just shaved around his hand. I know. That was the gayest thing ever, I now think. Now I really feel like we should do something really fun. The pressure's on. The mohawk seems too basic. I, I really got to think about this. To shave me and just do devil horns? Shaving the devil horns? Uh, what's a real funny one that we could do? How about just like a hole in the top of your head? Yeah, Jake the mechanic. What do you got, dude? Hey, Jake. An always Florida classic growing up. You shave the whole thing and leave the little rat tail hanging right out the back, oh. all the way down to the collar. Yeah, just do like a little rat tail right there. I didn't realize that was a Florida classic. Or how about the three rat tails, just one on, like one on the side? Dude, we were at 7-Eleven the other day, and there was this guy I was walking, and he had like the longest rat tail you've ever seen, mm-hmm. like down to the middle of his back. He had to be coming to that, America style. Yeah, growing that thing. Yeah, since like '91. Short guy. Um, no. short. No. Yeah, Jimmy Jam. Hide out hair tick. Uh, yeah, if we give uh, J-Dubs about like 10 years, we could see it all the way down to the back of uh, how his hairline's going now. So. Yeah. <laughs> how about this, Dubs? How about you just keep it? No. Be I'm, somebody. I'm nobody. If, they, if that's what it comes down to, I'm nobody. All right, just Chunks' dad is here. And by the way, Chunks' dad, exactly what I thought he'd look like. Let's uh, give a hand to Chunks' dad. Hey, Chunks' dad here. Pops, what do you think we should do to Dubs' hair? You got any ideas? I think on the back, on each side, there should be... A large round bald like thing, and then right down the front, just make a big Jimmy on the top of his head. All right, you know what? And to top it off, go get yourself some Jerkers lotion and shoot him in the face. Uh, <laughs> how about we do that, Dubs? You want to shave the junk in your head? All but the Jerkers lotion, I'm good with. I can. I who is good enough with clippers to shave junk in your head? I'm saying SFG. Well, I, I feel actually I feel comfortable with SFG shaved the junk in my head. I think I think that would actually work out. I do my own No. Then I'd have one piece of hair left, and that just doesn't work. Jimmy Jibs has a stencil. Use a stencil. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. And I guess we're gonna shave your head now. Okay. Paying off the bet for the hideout fan. Uh, you no, not even hideout fantasy football. This just, was just just Lions bet. You've who are the Lions playing this week? The Vikings, the uh, Dante Culpepperless Vikings. Do and for have... some reason, I'm still worried because I think uh, Brad Johnson's going to give him a spark. Do we have any um, Vikings fans that would like to throw a bet out while we're at it? No. <laughs> no Vikings fans. Well, if you're a fan of hookers, you're a fan of the Vikings. So I think. Uh... All right, let's take a break and come back. Dubs gets his right punishment in honor of uh, Nightmare Dave, hideout heretic. Oh, by the way. Um, Lester Big Hands insists on letting everybody know that he's sorry he couldn't be here, but it's his uh, weekend with his son. So, and then bring him up. Yeah, Lester Little Hands. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll take him. Hey, first though, Tom from Orlando had a question for Chunks. Tom, what's up, dude? Hey, I'm from upstate New York, and I uh, heard that you said that Chunks was too. Where are you from? Aren't you from Amsterdam, Chunks? Yeah, Amsterdam. Uh, it's right near okay. Albany. I have no idea where the hell that is. Right near uh, Albany. It's about. Uh, that's way up there. I'm from Poughkeepsie, around. Uh, what do you think about Poughkeepsie, Chunks? Mm. No, I don't give a damn. 
Do you even like your state of New York? Yeah, it's a great state. It's very diverse. There's Empire a lot to do. State. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Dubs will shave his head. Remember, we're all going to Latitudes after this um, for uh, Russ and the Monsters hanging out at Latitudes tonight, and we'll turn that into the hideout after party as well. It's the hideout, Real Radio uh, 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Friday night in the hideout. I guess uh, half the heretics downstairs smoking with J-Dubs. About to shave a penis into his head, and then we shave him down to a skinhead, paying off the bet with Nightmare Dave. Ah, Joe Dubs here from the Wholesale Furniture Market. Nice. Let's hear it for Joe Dubs. You guys got to go to realradio.fm. We're giving out a Lane Overstuff recliner that is just badass. It is uh, one of those, you lift up the right armrest. And it has a cooler in there. And it's got the massage unit. We're giving it out uh, Monday at the live broadcast, Buffalo Wild Wings and Oviedo. So you guys come on out. We got the third edition of the Hideout uh, T-shirts, the Be Somebody T-shirts. Lester Big Hands in the Hideout. What up, Lester? What's up, baby? You know what? I've been holding on to this secret for about three months now, man. I think it's time for me to let it out. All right. Man, I'm finna take uh, Zeppelin's one, man. I gotta have Miss Cottontail. I, she is, she's gorgeous, Miss Cottontail. Uh, she, uh, he is not treating her right, dog. And he, uh, you know, it's time for her to come to the dark side, Luke. Um, and I right, thank you, uh, Lester Big Hands. And I'm sure you'd call her Luke during it, which would be disturbing. Now, would you pay money? Cause Lester Big Hands is this big brother with these just ginormous hands. Would you pay money to see him? Like have sex with a hot little white chick, like he could Ms. palm her town. ass. He could just pick her up by her ass, just palm it. I bet, I bet his hands are big enough to grab her on the top of her head and just pick her up like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sex would be like, I don't know. I'm gonna say this and then dump it. Bloody. <laughs> you could leave that going. Yeah, I know. I probably could have left it, but I don't know. It was one of those. It was. It's it'd kinda, be a mess. Yeah. It would be a. It'd be, ah. be a mess. Definitely, it's going to be a mess. Um, all right, before we get to that, did we want to do the thing with Misfit Matt and his ex-chick and the email? Did we get the email? Do we have the email? Uh, I didn't get sent over yet. He's still waiting on it. You can come back and check it again right now if you want. All right, what's going on with this, Dubs, real fast? You told me about this. Yeah, I guess uh, he, he hasn't uh, talked to his chick in a while, and he's expecting an email from her, and uh, he's going to let us look at it first. Uh, the whole story is that him and his chick broke up. Uh, right after he had the heretics over to their place. <laughs> and uh, after that, uh, he went over to drop some stuff off over at her place while she wasn't there and found a new guy's already moved in. Who also is into the misfits like him. Now, what are you expecting in this? Is there anything in particular in this breakup letter? Is it, it's not a Dear John letter because you guys have already broken up. Do you think it's going to be anything in particular? I got no idea what to expect. Uh, it- Probably will be extremely embarrassing, so I figure I'll just hand it all over to you, and we'll get a good laugh out of it. Look at this guy. That's the way to do it. How do you know she doesn't want you back? Uh, if she did, never mind. I really, really wouldn't care either way. So you wouldn't get back with her? Nah, screw that. Just because another guy's already been hitting it, listening to the Misfits? Nah, it's just. Uh, Have you been sad because of it? Have you uh, been going through a funk for about? <laughs> 
uh, right up until uh, when I first called in, and uh, everybody got a good laugh out of that. Uh, then after that, it felt a lot better. And when I went and found all the guys' stuff, uh, I got really angry, and I called in, and everybody laughed at me, and I felt a lot better. <laughs> I mean, it just... So the, us laughing at you and making fun of the fact that you couldn't keep her makes you feel better. You yeah. weren't adequate enough. No, it actually did uh, make me feel better. I and she left my... you for someone who was like you, but probably a little bit bigger down there. Yeah, that, that's probably, uh, <laughs> it is more likely than not, that's exactly what happened. Um, someone who didn't stink as bad. <laughs> probably that, too. Uh, I figure uh, since Chunks isn't the radio bottom anymore, somebody's <laughs> got to fill in until you got an intern that'll do it. And... All right, and by the way, still accepting uh, the interns for this. All right, Dubs. Let's take a break and come back. Okay. You will. Chunks' dad is going to begin shaving the penis into your head. You requested it, whatever. I didn't request it, I'll, but I'll take it. And so we can do I'll that. I'll take the penis. I also want. Can you isolate it? Is there any way? I mean, you will wait. It's not working? All right, go into the archiver and pull it the, the hard way. Right, right. All right, yeah, I realized that after I said it. Uh, And also, too, while we're shaving Dubs' head, um, I guess some parents are up in arms over a sex survey that was given to some elementary school students with questions like, how often do you think about sex? So we're going to have a special guest to talk to us about this uh, next in the hideout. Actually, I'll just say it now. From the grave, Fred Rogers. Well, join us next in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You know, I never, I never see you look so good. You never act the way you should. Why did I think this was My Name is Phil or UFO Phil at first? It sounds just like one of his songs. Because you love Phil? I don't. I absolutely hate him. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Dubs is having the penis shaved into his head. Chick-fil-A John is getting the pictures for the website, realradio.fm. And SFG is taking a lock of Dubs' hair to put on eBay. With Uh, distributed, and I guess, how, what do you think they're going price? Six cents so far? I'm going to buy it now at six cents. All right, six cents for J-Dubs' hair. I don't think it'll get above a dollar. I can't imagine anyone, anyone going over a dollar. All right, 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. Um, We're going to Latitudes tonight. Uh, Russ from Monsters in the Morning going to be out there in, uh, here in about 30 minutes or so. And we're going to be out there and uh, partying after the hideout. Uh, but first, I wanted to bring this up. Um, apparently, some parents are pissed off over a sex survey given to some elementary school students with questions like, how often do you think about sex? And a judge has ruled on the side of the school and has denied the parents who wanted the survey removed. Joining us in the hideout right now to talk about this in a way that... uh. Well, because sometimes certain people know how to talk to children, and there's one person, despite the fact that they're dead, that could help. Fred Rogers, you're in the hideout on our radio. Thank you, El Jefe. How are you? I'm outstanding, and how are you? I'm fine. It's good to be on the program. Normally, I'm in the neighborhood, but tonight, I'm in the hideout. 
That this is true. This is true. Fred Rogers in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Now about this kitty sex survey. Is it really too soon in elementary school to be asking questions? How often do you think about sex? I think that it's important to find out what your children know about sex, LFA, especially about how they approach it. Okay. You should ask them. Oh, but, the, uh, but elementary school students, I mean, I don't think they're approaching sex. I wouldn't think so. You should ask them what's important to them or what they think is important. Do they think that they need to be in love with the person? Or does a well-placed fist say, I love you just as much? Okay, all right, but that that's not, that's like, I think you have that conversation probably in college uh, as opposed to... As, as a parent, I have to correct you, El Jefe. I have many years of studying on how to talk to children, and it's a parent's job to tell maybe your daughter when a guy is shoving their face into the ground saying he's your boss and if you don't stop crying I'll kill you um okay Fred Rogers joining us in the hideout one thing to do a jefe that I've learned through my studies it's special to show a person two puppets simulating sex so okay. the little ones can see that sex is okay and I don't think it's wrong to have relations with the puppets yourself. <laughs> Nothing can describe the look on a child's face when they watch you shave your pubic hair with a razor in Exeal's mouth. Okay, wait, 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 hold on a second. Now, hold on a second. I don't. I, if you're gonna do something with a puppet, that's okay. But you don't. You're not doing it in front of a child. You're doing it in your own bathroom, Fred Rogers. Well, sadly, I'll have faith. Most of my puppets are discolored because I've released so many times inside of them. Okay. All right. You know what? That one's a bit uh, over the top, Fred Rogers. Uh, it's Fred... Hey, El Jefe. Yes, Fred Rogers. Knock, knock. Who's there? Too late. I'm already banging your mom. Oh, well, come on, Fred. What is that even about? I don't even know what that one is. Jesus. I've, I've just needed a laugh recently because I've been so down in the dumps about the death of Rosa Parks. Uh, no, you're not even no, you're not even going to do anything remotely related to Rosa Parks. I'm sorry. I heard the news one night, and I immediately went right for my fridge and took out a 40 of Ginny Light, and I poured a little bit for her and another for my fallen homeboys like Chef Brockett. Okay, you and know... I drank the rest and got crunk. All right. Well, uh, Fred Rogers, thank you so much for joining us in the hideout. Well, Jefe, I have to tell you one more thing. Yes. I'm not stupid. I'm not slow. I'm not dumb. I just have a learning disability. Okay. Thank you, Fred Rogers. Have a good night, and... and have fun at your nightclub. <laughs> I will. We're going to have a great time at Latitudes, Fred. Are you going to get jiggy? I will probably get jiggy. I think you're special, Al Okay. Th now it's just too much. Now it's too much. Thank you, Fred. I think that it would be nice to maybe give you a bubble bath. No, no bubble bath. I'm not interested in a bubble bath. I don't want you scrubbing me down. I don't want puppets shaving me. It's nice to rub soap. But true love is biting nipples, I'll have fun. Okay, thank you. Fred Rogers in the hideout. Thank you, Fred. Wow. 
I didn't realize he was going to, uh, I mean, I figured he'd have some advice about talking about sex to, yeah. you know, your children. Yeah, that was an insane tangent he went off of, uh, talking I, about puppets and lovemaking. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back. We'll check in on dubs. It's Friday night, open door policy, go on Latitudes afterwards. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrapping up the week. All right, turn this up again. Ha. Dubs has the penis shaved in his head. Thanks to uh, complete with the the boys and all. Dubs, I think you keep that, man. I think that's your look. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Very good job by Chunks' dad shaving the penis in your head. Let's hear it for Chunks' pop. He has a very gentle touch. You gonna keep it? I'm gonna take it out. I'm gonna relieve myself of the penis. It just looks right like a. Break. It just looks like a mohawk. I don't even think it's that yeah, bad. definitely a mohawk. Mo. 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 mohawk. So. Two grapefruits right Yeah, it is. This is large. A very. That's a man's cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't be letting. What happened to your hair? They would uh, try to keep Three. me out of the army with this thing. Um, Dubs, now that you have this, mm-hmm. are you sure that you uh, want to go all the way to the skinhead? Yes. <laughs> Let's now, go all the way. Now that you have the penis on your head, you want to go all the way? Yeah. I'm already halfway there. Might you, as well take it down. Do you want any of the boys to rub you? No. No one's rubbing my penis head. I, I guess you can't say that. Yeah, that was a little was, bit too much. Yeah. I, I wasn't even thinking that in depth into it when I said it. Yeah, that's true. How about this? How about we wait for Nightmare Dave to shave it all off? No, I'm not waiting all weekend with a penis on my head, shaving my head. I think, you know, I just didn't deal. You're like Miss Melinda over there who turned into a prude. Now you're a prude. My head's just sweating. I don't know why. Well, when you get on. I mean, we can shave a vagina. Um, all right. Here's this little song for J-Dubs. Song. 
Officially skinhead boy. Uh, mm-hmm. four, You're s- four skinhead boy. Four skinhead boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dirty over there. Uh, you want to shave the rest of it off, Chunks' dad? Can you do that? Or does SFG want to go do it? Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, Dubs, um, you're, while you're shaving your head, Trunks is going to tell us all about the live broadcast at Buffalo Wild Wings. What do we got coming up Monday in Oviedo at Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, we have a big night planned. We uh, have the uh, Lane Recliner, of course, from the Wholesale Furniture Market. This is Joe Dubs of the Wholesale Furniture Market again. Thank uh, you to them for hooking us up for that. And uh, seriously, I was talking about you uh, talking to you about this earlier. I want one as well. This thing, it was you like already a bed. Got a, you already got a car from Thurston's. I know. You don't deserve the Lane overstuffed uh, recliner over there at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Um, so we're giving that away along with a flat screen television DVD combo. Uh-huh. That is happening on Monday. Yeah. The third edition of the Hideout T-shirts is also happening on Monday. Yeah, we also have that other special thing for the heretics. And I think that alone, I, I mean, I know what it is. That alone is reason enough, especially for all the heretics, to make it out for that event. And it's just a little special thing that we thought of. And here's the other thing, too. Uh, it's beer. It's wings. It's Monday night football, Monday night, so it should be a blast. Da, da, da. Now, how are we giving away the recliner? Have we decided how we're doing that yet, or are we going to wait and reveal it on Monday? Is that what we're going to do? Uh, we could do that if you want. All right, because I know Dubs had a way. Dubs had something that he wanted to do. He wants you guys, and it's up to you. If if you go to if you go if you go to realradio.fm. You can see this thing. You see me modeling in it, showing you the lovely massage unit, uh, also unit. Then also to uh, the uh, in the recliner, the right um, armrest folds up, and it's where you can put your beer. Just one of those things, really badass. And what we would like is for you guys to admit something, like admit one of your biggest secrets. If you go out there and you admit it, you win this. It's that easy. We'll take three, maybe four of you guys, admitting one of the dirtiest, most rotten things that you're willing to come out and admit to, okay? If you do this and you pass the lie detector test that we have from Crimeline out there, then you will win this recliner. Now, we all have secrets. Jake the mechanic was telling me about something between him and his chick that maybe he was thinking he wanted to admit at some point. And uh, if you come out, and you admit it at the Buffalo Wild Wings live broadcast, and you pass the lie detector, then you end up walking home with uh, this recliner and this flat-screen DVD combo. Jake the Mechanic. 
I'd like to uh, just go ahead and thank Joe Dubs right now for the recliner that's going home with me. I've got the dirtiest, nastiest thing you have ever heard in your entire life, and I will be there Monday. That's called genital warts, buddy. <laughs> and I can thank Daron for that from the lap dance. No, Monday night, I will admit it, on air, for everybody to hear now, this, that recliner's going home with me. Now, would this break up your relationship? I would hope. I'll tell you. I'll tell you before we go, and we'll find out. <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! Right, I'm really. I don't even know what's that dirty. I mean. Okay, now the chick's like she has no idea. Now Jimmy Jam, you're rotten too. I gotta figure you got a couple skeletons in your closet. You are. He just he just took my whole entire thing. Really? <laughs> took my thunder. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, all right, now I'm worried about if it's one night in an alley uh, behind back booth. Uh, all right, 407-916-1041, Yeah, Doug Miller and uh, Kenny Mack of the Orlando Predators will also be out there as well, helping me go through my uh, combine. And we also have Brian from Spectrum Fitness, who does the uh, super slow, is going to actually be giving you a physical. And finally, three Helmet of Pain stunts will be paid off. Drunky the Bear will be eating what was the Mace Taco, but instead will be the Pepper Spray Buffalo Chips. Those I don't know if you've ever been to the Buffalo Wild Wings, but the Buffalo Chips are like the French fries, but they're like the little patty French fries. Epic. But we're going to spray Pepper Spray on them for, for Drunky to eat. Then Tommy has two Helmet of Pain stunts that he has to pay off, getting shot with the paintballs and snorting a yard of hot sauce in the hottest yard. So that is all going on Monday, and on top of that, you got the third edition of the Hideout T-shirts, the Be Somebody T-shirts, black with the Hideout logo on the front, uh, smaller this time, and then Be Somebody on the back. So all of this is going on Monday night, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Make sure you get out there. Oh, and then the other thing, too, is something that I talked about. Tommy, you've been alluding to this. One way for you to get out of one of your stunts. Because of the guy, I don't know if you heard about it in the CFL, who said, who kicked a 50-yard field goal and won a million dollars, I insist that I can kick a field goal further than anybody who works in the hideout. If I can't, if someone in the hideout beats me, I will take one of Tommy's stunts. So I will either snort the yard of hot sauce or take the paintball firing squad. So it's all going down Monday night. Is that everything, Chunks? Sounds good. Oh, we're also going to be playing um, Scream of Cream. Scream of Cream Other there. games and stuff yeah. that we're going to have to give out. Hideout hats, more of those to give away. But, uh, again, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo, across the street from the Oviedo Marketplace. Um, again, the uh, flat screen TV DVD combo and the outstanding overstuffed land recliner with the massage unit and the compartments for the beer and the ice. Uh, thank you to the Wholesale Furniture Market. Save 50 to 70% off every day. 436 in Castleberry, right next to the Sam's Club. Joe Dubs here hooking us up. You can see the picture of the recliner on realradio.fm. Other than that, tonight we're headed down to Latitudes, hanging out with Russ from the Monsters in the Morning, partying it up. Uh, on latitudes, uh, 60 feet in the air with the open sky. Going to have some great drinks and a lot of fun. Thank you to the heretics who came out tonight. Thank you to Miss Melinda. Check out her show uh, as the Florida Tech College players present uh, Once Upon a Mattress, 321-674-8767 for more info, or cp.fit.edu. And... And your, or her MySpace. It's also in her MySpace, and she's one of my friends. And great boobies. That's really the most important thing that we find out tonight, was just really, really great boobies. 
Guys, we'll see you Monday at Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Wake up, uh, oh, tomorrow night, SBK Live. Hang out with our brother, SBK, the soul brother. Uh, then on Monday, wake up at the Monsters in the morning, Shambert, middays, Phil's fall in the afternoon. We're back at 7 at Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Don't be ashamed, you're entertained. Listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Remember, always talk good and stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch, 5,000. Five thousand.